Welcome back, everybody. Long time no see, I'm sure. You have just been chomping at the bid for a week, eagerly awaiting the arrival of this podcast. Fear not, here we are in the flesh. Um, Lorenzo uh, is remote, but in studio, I am pleased to announce our very first guest comedian, we have, uh, would you give it up <laughs> for Marvin uh, Diaz? Thanks, Marvin sir. Diaz is in the building. Appreciate oh, it. my Thanks, goodness. Yeah. If we had an applause sound, the Thank crowd you, would be Thank you, the crowd would be raucous <laughs> in their present. I love you, too. I love you, too. Oh, man. Oh, man. Sh uh, shaking babies, kissing hands. Right? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Kissing babies like the Dalai Lama. Oh, yeah, man. That was um, just like him. That was, you know, <laughs> nothing sacred anymore, right? <laughs> nothing. His holiness is now his raunchiness. Oh, my goodness. What it's a in very poor taste. Or poor move, to say the least. <laughs> poor move, yeah. I'm sure it would have tasted great if he got... Yeah. I love the what cultural spin that they put on it too. Oh yeah, what's that? Um, like that, that it, it's a that's... custom. Well, you know, like like, <laughs> and I'm with you. I had the same reaction. So like, I understand. You know, in some of these some cultures, the male males hold hands and and it's a friendship thing. And uh -huh. um, but no, I can't I can't understand where we're kissing we're tonguing someone. Is, yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, we're insisting. Not defending it. <laughs> we're in, we're insisting that a little boy. <laughs> envelop your tongue with his entire mouth uh yeah but how long was that was it like five seconds too that it lasted <laughs> he's like you, you can do it Man, it's okay five mississippis like yeah five minutes too many mississippis <laughs> whatever the amount far too much there shouldn't have been even a, a miss it's worth of time with a proposal like that oh my goodness i'm so excited to have you here Oh, man, yeah, I'm excited <laughs> to meet you. Good. So we've met before, actually. We met um, in person. Do uh, uh, you mind if I say where? Is no, not at all, not at all. So we met in, in Woodbridge. Mm -hmm. uh, Lorenzo and I, I went up at the mic the mm -hmm. same night you did. Yep. And Lorenzo um, wasn't on the um, on the lineup, but he did make an appearance. He did come to support. He brought me our... Our shirts, our beautiful shirts that night. So yeah, you'll I saw see. You. I had some swag. Yeah, man. you'll see me in that um, at every single mic from now until the end of time. Nice. Because I, I like I get anxiety talking mm. to people for the first time, and that kind of helps me break the ice when they see that and they can come ask me about it. Yeah. And I don't have to like want to break my neck to try to speak to someone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, can I? Can I? Can I say and and then. In like the nicest way, yeah, and not to like. No, please. I love how your anxiety feeds into your comedy. Oh, really? At least, at least you know, from an outsider looking in, I, I don't know. I'm sorry. Can I cuss on this or no? Absolutely, fucking literally, please. <laughs> I mean, like you know, I don't know shit about shit, so like I don't really. Uh huh. We met and we talked, and you're lovely. I don't really know your background, but like if you're saying you have anxiety, I, I, I like really adore, and I wish I had some of that myself. Honestly, I'm like almost envious. That you have like that anxiety thing where like you it just makes it so comfortable, like at least to a crowd, right? It's like the Napoleon Dynamite thing, right? Oh yeah. You kind of just like, 
you want to root for the guy, you also realize, okay, if I'm with that guy, mm-hmm. it's it's Napoleon Dynamite, not you. You realize like I'm the cooler than you, but not in like a weird power move way. It's just like yeah. okay, I can relate because it's not like I'm trying to impress you or, or vice versa. We just mm-hmm. are who we are. Can I tell you something though? Mm-hmm. Truthfully, you are much cooler than I'll ever be. <laughs> I mean, no. I'm just that's I. No, <laughs> you have a, a nice job, I'm sure. Oh man, you can afford to live. <laughs> you, uh, oh man, you got the nice light cameras here, man. You got the. Um, I'm so much in nice... debt right now as a result of the, these bad decisions in this room. But you, on the other hand, I feel like you got it going on. So you, you're from this area. You're from Northern Virginia. Yeah, right? originally born and raised in Northern Virginia. That's uh, First generation American. I'm so sorry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know what's funny is 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 <laughs> I'm at the point where I've seen a lot of the states and like this like this area of Virginia is not that bad, man. In comparison. Yeah, no, I I like, get. We to, could be in PG County. We could. Yeah, but we're <laughs> yeah, not. Yeah, it could be across the river. But we're not. It could be in La Plata. <laughs> mm. My word. Uh, okay. <laughs> are you from this area originally or I don't know if you can hear me. Can you hear? I just want to see how long okay. it takes for him to respond. <laughs> for those of you listening, uh I don't know why I thought he was asking you. <laughs> oh, okay, got you. <laughs> well, at least you can hear me though, that's good. <laughs> no, he said Lorenzo, so that's that, that actually oh. that is me, yeah. That is me. Uh, uh, it's I, opposite day. It's opposite day. So, <laughs> so Christian, let me go first, and I'll say as Lorenzo that I, I was born and raised here, mm-hmm. and we're in Stafford now. This is my home mm-hmm. town. I wasn't born here, no, but I was. I've, I've been in Stafford, or like the surrounding, like Triangle area for, mm-hmm. I don't know, since I was like three or four, something like that. So. Definitely raised here. Um, I, just like everyone else in the Quantico area, I hated it. I still hate it. There's nothing going on whatsoever. It's a terrible place. But like you said, it's nice. And, there, you know, you yeah. don't have to worry about losing your life at any moment. You don't. <laughs> you, you can yeah. take solace yeah. in, I guess, like the relative safety of the area and, you know. That's true. It is in like this weird pocket. Like, and it's yeah. It's interesting geographically how like, you know, I maybe grew up twenty miles from here mm-hmm. north, and it's closer to the city, and it's just a different world in comparison to like a Stafford. And like, can, can I tell you, it has nothing to do mm-hmm. with uh, geography so much as it has everything to do with ethnicity. Ethnicity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If I could get that word out, <laughs> that's the accent. I'm gonna try it like three more times. <laughs> ethnicity. Ethnicity. Eth- yep. I think I can speak now, but. No, I mean the. It's not so much how how much more rural it gets, or you know, but just if there are white people in the area, it tends to be uh, without meth involved. Excuse me, yeah. without the involvement of, of course, you need meth. Hard like black tar, heroin level drugs, street drugs. Um, it. it, it I mean, there's a Publix here is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I mean, that, that feeds into the same answer, though, is that, like, in comparison, a lot of other countries or a lot of other parts of the country are, like, very much, like, not this diverse. Like, this area, like, mm-hmm. I realized it looking back, and it's like I grew up with, like, a lot of Middle Eastern people, a lot of Ethiopians, a lot of, like, yeah. Europeans, South Americans. And it's like, okay, you're not getting that in, like, Arkansas. 
Oh my gosh! Uh, you know, and like you I've been through Arkansas, it ain't it ain't, yeah. it ain't much. Talk about eventful! Like they wish they had a Publix, right? For real, <laughs> they sure do. All they have is fucking Bucky's or Bucy's. However you say yeah, that shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've refused to. I'm boycotting. Uh, I call it Bucy's. You know, with the beaver. Yeah, of course. Uh, you say of course. I've never been. I never will. <laughs> oh yeah, my... no. I was I was lived in Texas a couple years. Oh, I'm, yeah. Um, so yeah, they had the Bucky's everywhere, man. Uh-huh. Again, I call it Busey's just Busey's, despite yeah. despite my friend who raves about it constantly. Not Lorenzo, but um, <laughs> my only other black friend. He he just gives it such high marks <laughs> that I can't stand it, and he always buys the merch. He's got like ten Busey hoodies, and he's he's always talking about the 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 Bucky <laughs> Nuggets, the Nuggets. I don't know what the deal is with those. Um, Isn't that interesting? Like people's fandom, like and and how that. You know, I... yeah, but he's so insufferable about it that <laughs> I've I took a solemn vow. I swore just to never go, not just to never go, but to if I happen to see one or if one crops up in this area, I would stop its development <laughs> at all costs. I would take up arms. You see that <laughs> fake rifle in the back? Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll get a real one. You better you believe. <laughs> Got constructed, you'd stop and, and take a pee on the side. Yes, uh, take a pee, wall. maybe some gasoline, maybe a couple, a book of matches, maybe I don't know, whatever it calls for. I have to stop it. I have to stop oh, it. Man. It's like a disease. Allegedly, by the way, this is alleged. Yeah, all alleged. Allegedly, alleged. Allegedly. Um, in Minecraft, of course. <laughs> so, how about you? So, where you want to tell them where you're from, Lorenzo? I'm from, uh, I, I was born and raised in Salisbury, Maryland, all my life. Which is crazy. Uh, I don't know if I introduced us as friends or cousins, mm-hmm. but we suspect we might be related because both of our families, at least on our mom's sides, yeah. uh, are, on my mom's side, are from that same small town in Maryland. Really? There's only like a couple of families there. So wow. the chances are we're related in some way. It's pretty pretty wild that we would meet by chance Just at a job chance, in right? Virginia, right? In Blacksburg, Virginia. Yeah, None Blacksburg, of us, neither of us even going to tech anything. It's crazy. Huh. Yeah. So fate is a crazy thing that I don't believe in, but certainly this was And you're you're you're, you're Latin or I'm sorry. I'm not. No, so um you're, I uh and you're like racially ambiguous and I, I what's going on? Of your last name, We're yeah. Yeah, to the peril of my um, credit score, I'm half black. <laughs> Dominican Only to the detriment of, of <laughs> most of renting homes and yeah. escrow, all of it. I I regret to admit that I am. <laughs> no, I'm half black. My brother was downstairs on the couch. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's so, fully, okay. he's got a different father, but um, my dad's a white guy. And it just somehow they popped out uh, an El Salvadorian, yeah, yeah gay yeah, guy like, uh, <laughs> together. You got the curls though, man. You got you got. Oh yeah, I got the the finger waves. Stuff, I got man, it going on from, from both from both parts. I have a joke I'm working on uh, that I told it um, at Trusties. I'm I'm white enough where. Um, uh, my the wind and shit mm-hmm. catches my hair and you know blows it around. Yeah, but I'm just black enough where if anything messes up my hair, it's just not gonna go back the same way. It's gonna just <laughs> it's gonna have to stay that way for a while. 
That's so, rich. Oh man, I like that. Yeah. And I told that joke. It, I told it in reverse order the first time mm-hmm. at um, Mara Finer's mic, uh, Maddie and Eddie's in in Crystal City. I told it the reverse oh, yeah, way, yeah. like where. I'm just black enough where the wind catches my hair and it won't go back the same. And then somebody gets up on after me, a black guy, and he goes, I don't know if anybody told you, man, but uh, the the wind doesn't mess up black people's hair all too but You know, uh, I don't know any black people worried about the wind. And I was like, no, I, I fucked it up. I fucked up the joke. Man, that's – and yeah. you know what's funny about uh, – and, and I have two questions. Yeah, go for it. Um, like black people like it's it's amazing i grew up around a lot of a lot of black people and it's Mm -hmm. great at least for comedy because they'll like call you out if you're like not funny yeah they'll like call you out if you don't make sense they will and like they're more outspoken than a lot of i want to say real quick just not to cut you off to those of you listen to the white people listening if you are that is not a racist remark that's 150 percent true (laughs) black people are ruthless yeah (laughs) i love it yeah you know that's why i like the apollo (laughs) no like the apollo that's booing immediately yeah throwing (laughs) tomatoes jordans everything that they can in their reach I love that. Yeah, that's applause. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's if they did exceptionally well. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm I'm all for the um the 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 tougher. You know, it was great in the Palma actually where we where mm-hmm. we met. Um, there was a family there that you know it's it's a room that's a lot. There's a lot of comics who were you know yeah obviously going to be on mic who aren't on mic or there's their support. Um, but there were pockets of just like no normal restaurant goers. Mm-hmm. And this family was there, and they were celebrating. I, uh, I can't tell you what. Um, yeah. And, and you know, black, all black, and then and they're applauding, they're supporting, but then they're also being like fair. They're like, okay, that didn't work, and eh. you know, to whoever. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, you killed. Uh, oh, and, <laughs> please, no. And and I go up, and then I do my thing, and I come down, and like the 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 guy, the dad, mm-hmm. comes out of his way, and Uncle bumps me, gives me some, and that and that you know. Right there is all I need. I feel like I'm so new to it that like that's real of like the the man, good job. Like like mm-hmm. oh, you did good. Oh man, like you. Can't. And I was like, oh right, man. That's, yeah, that feels nice. You know, just because I'm new to the performing aspect of, of comedy. For sure, know? for sure. It, any amount of approval is great to get. It feels it's like a rush, like that adrenaline you get from doing it enough. But then when you get off stage and somebody, you know. Uh, commends you on it. That's a totally different rush you get. That's like, oh, it works. Like all the work I put in, or the lack thereof, paid off. You know, whatever the case may be, at least I affected somebody positively mm-hmm. you know, and elicited the reaction. I, and Tom Segura, I don't know if you're familiar with yeah. him. I listen to a lot of his podcasts. Mm-hmm. He's always stood by this that um, he doesn't care about anybody's approval as much as he cares about black guys approval when a black person tells in his opinion when a black person tells you you did well that's because they mean that shit they won't they don't go out of their way to say some gay shit like like you were funny it's because they mean it it's from the bottom of their and that's obviously like a a thin line that's a cultural you know yeah, I feel comfortable enough talking about it just because, like, I am like I'm Hispanic. I yeah, I was gonna ask what I, what 
what are you? What, yeah, what's your whole I'm, I'm full makeup? Salvadoran, both my parents. Oh wow! Uh, so when I said El Salvadorian, it, like about myself, that was <laughs> that was just off yeah. The no, cup. you threw you threw the eye in there too. Like if, that's how I know people aren't from El Salvador because yeah, it's like yeah. this magical eye appears out of El yeah, Salvadorian. El Salvadoran. Okay. Yeah, okay. Salvadoran. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's good. No, I'll, have, not, I'll, I'll pocket that later. I'm not a. <laughs> no, I need to know the right way to say it so that when I do, I can take the the El Salvadoran guys home when they yeah. when they're convinced <laughs> that I. <laughs> they're not gonna fall for it if I fuck no, up. Yeah, yeah, at the bar. They're like, oh, wait, I fuck me. That's a, there's an eye in there. Oh, okay, shit. I love those. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, my second thing was gonna be yes, uh, Maddie and Eddie's. That's I, that's one that was on been on my list for a little bit. Go, um, how is it? It's fantastic, it's brand new. Uh, the lady who runs it, the girl who runs it, she's phenomenal. Mm -hmm. Uh, the, the, the thing that kicked all this off, mm -hmm. um, was I went to uh, for, for me personally, I'll say I went to a uh, a workshop taught by um, Jessica. Curson, do you know Jessica Curson? Uh, the name rings a bell. She, I'll pull her up. Local, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. She's, I mean, she's like a comics comic for real. Like nice. all the comedians know her, but nobody really seems to to know yeah. her off the street. Um, I gotta say, I do like the the comic uh, community. Mm -hmm. uh, again, I'm just like so new to this that it's just been great to like have you know have like I said earlier, you know. Sh uh, shake babies kiss hands like, yeah it's just been good to to network and, and and network makes it sound perverse but it's like actually genuinely like talk to people and and you know figure things out even if nothing comes of it it was good to like bounce things off of or talk through some things or you know it's been a welcoming community definitely yeah it that was so i'll say i'll get right to your point mm -hmm. that you're talking about now because that's i i totally and completely agree the way things have been um I just, uh, I started on this journey. I had a, I say journey, I'm so fucking dramatic. I just kind of, I always wanted to do something like this. I didn't know how to break into it. Yeah. And um, I'm a sucker, so I signed, I just spent a lot of money to sign up for this course taught by a celebrity. And, but it was a nice little, was it was it like. Tom Segura? No, so it was her. It was that lady. Oh, okay. I wish. I mean, that shit would be thousands of dollars because he's a Ooh. fucking prick. I mean, like, just because, just to like spit on us and make us pay 10 grand each. No, it was just, I had gotten a ticket to see her. Uh, I had just started seeing shows in DC. That's something I had never seen any comedy um, until just a few months ago. I'd never seen live comedy before. Mm -hmm. And seeing shows, um, exposed me to the the scene so to speak and when i bought a ticket to see her she was doing a, a hanukkah a hanukkah special event mm -hmm. at the dc improv bought that ticket as soon as i saw it because i've i fell in love with her on all the different podcasts i listened to and i was just monitoring the the website and like the the ticket mm -hmm. listings you know and i saw that she added um like a seminar before the show like a few hours before oh, okay, the, okay. the show i was gonna see mm -hmm. so i was like oh hell yeah i'll, I'll do that mm -hmm. it was something like 50 bucks you know for like an hour and a half two hours of mm -hmm. like one-on-one -on -one, like you sitting there in a, a space maybe like 
double the size of this, but still pretty yeah. small. I don't know if you've been to the DC Improv yet, but it's very, yeah, yeah, no, it's very you know how it is. And it, it was it was maybe like 20 people signed up. So we were all right up at the front, and she's right there on the stage with her water and taking questions. And she gave her a piece for about an hour, and then she just, it was a Q&A for the rest, you know, for the, wow. the latter hour. So it was really informative. Um, she She let us know a lot of great stuff. And um, what was I going to say? Oh, so Mara Finer was there. I didn't know her. I'd never seen her before. Yeah. Um, and I, on my way out, she was, uh, Jessica was taking pictures with people. And I asked Mara to take my picture with, with Jessica. Mm -hmm. And she obliged and took my photo. And uh, when I was hugging her in the in the picture i told her um you're gonna be the reason i start this now i know like the barrier to entry isn't as high as i once thought it yeah. was yeah and like thank you for you know helping me realize that yeah and it was after that that kicked this off i started I, the electric palm was my first um my first mic because it was the the closest one I could find, and besides Fredericksburg, and I didn't want to get um, like lynched or anything, so yeah, <laughs> I certainly didn't want to go to Fredericksburg for my yeah, first time. You can go to Fredericksburg. That would have been brutal. That would have <laughs> just been awful. And I think my first joke in Woodbridge was something like, um, "I'm not Hispanic, and I have to lead with that in Woodbridge of all places." Woodbridge, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's it's the first Woodbridge. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. Um, I I like your man, and it's something that that. Maybe I'm just self-critical, but um, and Lorenzo, feel free to chime in because you're a comic too, right? I have no idea you're, you actually did yeah. comedy. I guess that night you were just supporting. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I uh, he just started. I he started like yeah. what a, a couple, like three, four weeks ago, was nice. it? Nice. A few weeks ago, yeah. Yeah. Because I've only done four so far. My gosh, yeah. 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 Dude, man, that's awesome. We're, I mean, I'm just kind of at the precipice of this and coming at it from a different angle, so it's good to. To me, people are like, yeah, in it, in it, and and come at it from like a good intentions. Um, we're like we're in the early like burgeoning stages yeah. of all this, wouldn't you say, Lorenzo? Like we have like little to no experience with comedy whatsoever. Um, <laughs> I say that in earnest. I mean, yeah. truly, like I I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know. But, but like you said, I mean, like people are so unbelievably nice. Mm -hmm. um, sign up for that one. What was I gonna say though? Oh my gosh! Just I will about. say you're you're really good. You could have fooled me. I thought you were. Oh really? Yeah. I, I think going back to the self-critical thing, I think sometimes I'm too wordy in my in my bits and my, and I feel like if you remember your opening, let me know again. But it was like within six words, you kind of had a laugh, like hmm. something about whatever the joke you thought of at the bakery at Wegmans. Oh yeah. Oh, that's and it's, fucking it's, stupid. It's ass. less than ten words. Yeah, but you know, it, it already immediately draws a laugh. Uh -huh. I was like, I feel like sometimes my problem is I'm a little wordy. Like I know my joke, I know how to get there. Mm -hmm. It's just finding the pockets of laughs. That. Can I yeah. tell you that's a new tactic I'm employing? So that's a, really good. That's man. the first time I deployed it. I was like, let me get a fucking dumb, hick one-liner at the beginning, and that was just for that particular it's so good, environment. Though. Like it gets the crowd already like invested on yeah. your side, like wanting to laugh. I was in that Wegman's in the upper floor i don't know if you're familiar yeah. you know yeah. my dad and i my dad used to take me there to do homework so i texted him i was like i'm doing homework at <laughs> writing that. dumb jokes and that was <laughs> the best one i could come up with yeah and i was like i'm gonna pepper that in at the top mm -hmm. 
real people in. If I do, if I don't, I'm just, I guess I'm going to flop because yeah. the rest of it is just going to be storytelling. I mean, what did I do for the rest of that? I, I did like you, I told lengthier jokes that you have to be more invested in, you know, it yeah. wasn't, it wasn't all quick, quippy stuff, but if you get people on your side as early as possible, and this is something she was talking about, Jessica Kirsten, mm-hmm. it's all about generosity, uh, comedy. It's um, uh, an economy of words, you know, you you definitely, the the more generous you are with the jokes and the laughter and and getting people to ease into it, the more willing they will be to receive the rest of your act. Yeah. You, You understand? So if you get them on your side early on, even if it's by some cheap you know yeah one-off means and then that's gonna only it's only gonna stand to do you a favor yeah it's the cocky people who you know are like i don't need the audience's approval i don't need to to do anything to make you like me you should just like me from the get because i'm up here on stage or if you like me you like me if you don't you don't yeah yeah, yeah. that's a dangerous game you know you're mm-hmm. playing roulette like that and you're gonna lose there's at least three extra bullets in that yeah <laughs> in that chamber you know in that revolver <laughs> When you're doing that, because that's no way to win people over, especially in like a diverse environment like Woodbridge. I mean, shit. Um, yeah, yeah, I have. Um, I've, I've noticed because I try to like do a little bit of crowd work and stuff and just the different reactions based off of crowds and, mm-hmm. and all that. But um, but you're so right. It's good to like just start that way and, and kind of ease into it and then, you know, I don't think you got too wordy. Like I, I feel like I'm definitely that's like something I'm working on. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, I think I think overall it's been great to like kind of see how other comedians tackle it or how other comedians go about it. Yeah, and that's been like good homework too. Speaking of, you know, definitely, definitely. I I'm the same way. This the last one I did last night. I think that's my sixteenth or seventeenth now. So I mean, I'm no. I'm still like a beginner, but I'm I'm not like totally a fish out of water anymore, so to speak. Yeah. But um, watching other people is a great it's a great learning device. Absolutely, just seeing how for me it's seeing how people fail more than anything. Yeah. That is the greatest teacher to me <laughs> because then I yeah, get to go no. up there and mm-hmm. not do the shit that they just did. Yeah, it's being caught. Or lean into the, yeah, exactly. And like, even if you do, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, they say, I haven't bombed yet, knock on wood, but like they say, you learn a lot in that respect. And mm-hmm. to the learning thing, it was funny. I was I was working this special. Um, and it's good to be an audience member too, right? Because that's, that's what ends up happening a lot of times on these on these sets. Mm-hmm. With with the, especially these comedy specials. I've only, I've only done a couple, but they've been, They've been interesting. Um, yeah. The opening act, like same thing, like you, like he, the first ten words, he said something about how he just sweats when he's nervous. So like, mm. if you look, don't say anything. <laughs> and it's just like, <laughs> okay, oh, I'm already, I'm, you know, you imagine most people are there who have paid the ticket, who've bought the drink, they yeah. like wanna, they wanna laugh, and so he just ten words, uh-huh. right? Like I, I'm, I sweat a lot. Mm-hmm. If you're wondering, is it a lot? It, it's enough to mention. Like, and I was yeah. like, man, okay, all right, I'm here, I'm here. No, definitely, definitely. <laughs> That's self-deprecating, like, you know, a little intro. <laughs> like, last, so last night I tried to do the same thing with a different joke. Mm-hmm. This, here's the difference, though, right? I went up first. I was the first person up there. Okay. Because I had to be out of there. I had, 
uh, an appointment, shall we say, yeah. after oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, that, and that I had to make. Uh, that, that was in D.C. Uh, mm-hmm. last night. Yes, yeah. the cheers when I sent you. Yeah, yeah. Um, she's going to be on the the host of that. She's going to be here next week. I'm very uh-huh. excited. Um, so I mean, we're we're getting we're you're the start of a new beginning for this <laughs> podcast. Good, it awesome. is insane. You're going to be our very first comedian guest. I'm pumped. <laughs> but yeah. man. Um, I started off last night at Fat Pete's Barbecue over in Cleveland Park. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Cheers Comedy by M. F- uh, Fisk. Sorry, M. Fisk. Mm-hmm. So many. <laughs> Mara Finer, M. Fisk, so many Jewish <laughs> F names. <laughs> but holy shit. Iron bomb. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. But uh, I started it off with a dumb fucking joke that I... I was like, this will get somebody. I hope it will. If I sell it right, I I really hope because one. And I I went. Um, I'll give you a quick one. Uh, uh, knock knock. And then I turned the mic over, and they went, "Who's there? Who's there?" And I went, "Um, sorry, no, that's too personal. Next question." I pass. <laughs> Nobody laughed. Oh man. Nobody laughed at oh. all. <laughs> they thought they were serious they were like oh he hey, doesn't work he doesn't want us it. to ask shit <laughs> no you're right like <laughs> he was offended that we dared ask who's there oh, man. and then i went into a a brand new thing i thought of that same evening i went into a succession bit i don't know if you watched that show succession nice. nobody in the room yeah, had but... seen the show so it of course that flopped on arrival <laughs> succession bit yeah uh, it was a. Ter- I was. I did awful. That was the. That's probably the second worst I've done oh, so man. far. It was last oh, night. Man. So I'm really glad you okay. weren't there to see that because I want. <laughs> I want to maintain your impression of me as long as possible. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Is, is I hit him up. I hit him up, and I was planning to go, but he didn't hit me up till late. Who? Um, Who? The whoever whoever runs that page. So, like I said, that that's um, a, a lady. Her name's M. Oh, Fisk. Yeah, she does the same one. Okay, I thought she. she did. Okay, okay. What else do you think she does? I thought she did the Maddie and Eddie was Eddie's one. No, so these are the... two different people. So, um, oh no, you're right, you're right. Mara you're Mara Finer does Maddie and Eddie's, and then this other girl, her name's M Fisk. She runs Cheers Comedy, and they uh, they do mics. They do one dedicated mic every uh, Monday. They're both on Mondays. I think that's okay, how you could okay, confuse yeah, yeah. them. Mm-hmm. I did the first time I did um, M's in D.C. It was. Um, I did both in, in the same night, so you can you can line yeah. that up for yourself. Where oh, man. Um, be... <laughs> you do you do you pick which one you want to do first, yeah. and you go from one to the other. Right. It'll probably be easier for you to start in what Crystal City. You live in DC, right? Uh, a little closer, like to Springfield. Oh, so you you start in probably DC start, yeah. and work your way back down. That's how I, I did it. The you know the same way, yeah. sort of. So, um, yeah, no, I'm excited. Yeah, I I sign up for it, and then she hit me up like. I think the event started at eight thirty. I think she hit me up like at eight thirty, and I was like, "Oh man, okay, I can't make it this time." But that's a uh, oh man. I'm sure you, everyone's their worst critic. Like, no, <laughs> I'm sure th- you did all right. That one, that one. I was. I'm just fucking out here advertising for these people. She better. <laughs> yeah, you gotta get the. She better sponsor, come on man. here and give me a massage next week for how well I've <laughs> done plugging her shit. Um, I, no, she, with, that, with that and a lot of them, there's there are walk-in openings and. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were 10 like walk-in spots when I got there. So um, if you ever feel that you like want to be on something mm-hmm. uh, and you can, you can stand to be there when it starts, uh, just go because chances are 
all these people are are busy and double book or get lazy and don't want to come out there's yeah. usually going to be like one or two spots and you'll be surprised by how few few people actually like attend these looking for um you know like on the spot openings like that so okay. if if you do go to one and as an audience member go introduce yourself to the to the host yeah. tell them your comic and that the, if they have a vacancy that you'd like to fill it that's awesome yeah dude, everyone is super nice yeah, yeah. i'm telling you to do that i will never do that ever that's just that's <laughs> like the social norms yeah, yeah no yeah i'm so fucking bad at talking Anxiety, to man i'm Please. so bad at it and i'm not an anxious person and like i can do this or i could be on a stage and, mm -hmm. and talk and run my mouth until it falls off but when it comes to like interrupting people in the middle of their conversations, if I see somebody like talking <laughs> or if they're like drinking somebody, yeah. I'm like, well, let me wait for them to finish their drink first. Maybe they're like, yeah. oh, you know, I don't know what goes through my head that I think people are unapproachable at all times, but. No, it's definitely, it's, um, I was with a Peruvian friend earlier and, mm -hmm. and, and it just was part of the thing, right? Where we just talk over each other, like whoever's the loudest kind of gets the floor and, and. It isn't like a respect disrespect thing. It just kind of is like how conversation goes. Yeah, but I can see how that's like off putting, like to to somebody who's not from that, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, man, it's good to know that I can just go up and talk to people, right? Because I'm I'm maybe not as socially anxious as you, but I was like, I you know get a little nervous. Mm -hmm. Um, well, how would you how would you describe you you and Lorenzo? How would you describe your styles? Like, what are you? Lorenzo, I'll let you, I mean, uh, Christian, I'll let you go first. Thank you, Lorenzo. I appreciate it. Stupid. I feel like, I feel like my style. That's a style right there. Yeah, to very... smile, that big. It's such a loaded question though, right? Such that a bad, big, I date white style? women, toothy <laughs> smile. Well, well, well. That's, well, a, well. that's a reference well, to well. an earlier thing. I'm going to keep bringing well. that back. So wow. one of his friends told him that his teeth are so white that it like telegraphs that he only dates white women somehow. That, 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 <laughs> you do have nice teeth, man. You have nice yeah, teeth. and apparently that means. And what what was what are you eating? D DQ. That's very white girl. You know, that's very like like uh, that's where you take Rebecca type of type of date. You know, my name going on Candace. One's Kelly. One's uh, uh, fucking Casey. <laughs> Oh man! Oh, fuck. All all good oh, jokes shit. have a little truth in them. Is that is yeah, that your just preference? Just a tad, just a tad. Uh, uh, all the wisdom teeth were named uh, Darren, so I took them bitches out. Yeah, <laughs> that's good, man. That's good. Oh man, if you led with that, see, that could be your ten <laughs> words or less intro. <laughs> just lean into it. Lean into it. But no, so you, I, if I, I'm just gonna cut you off. Fuck. I mean, like you. I feel like you win people over just because of how like infectious your your laughter and your yeah, smile charming. and your whole you're nice really smile. charming yeah on stage yeah. like and whatever you're saying people are lasered in on it because you look like you're engaged in there to tell it mm -hmm. so but how would you describe yourself that's just my impression I'll just be chilling son yeah <laughs> <laughs> see but we get behind that oh man for some reason that just that makes perfect sense yeah love that that's just you. Y'all are cute. No. <laughs> oh, please. Please. He called me a poppy earlier, and I said, well, you might not want to say that. I don't know if you... That has a different connotation to to a lot of people. Like, Yeah. Uh, there is certain implications. <laughs> like, it's cool that you want to speak Spanish or whatever. Maybe. <laughs> there are other words. Um, with me, 
my my dynamic I don't use anxiety on on stage or anything like that. Yeah. And I don't I don't take any like medication. I'm not like medicated anxious. Like yeah. when I say anxiety, I just mean like I have I'm not the type of person to go up to somebody and introduce myself typically. I like yeah. I hang back, I wait for, you know, an opening naturally like if we both happen to bump into each other or mm-hmm. you know, somehow interact. Was that pre-pandemic? Or is that because of this is my whole, that's just me, make up your DNA. Yeah, for real. I'm like, I don't know what it is. If it's like a politeness thing, I just don't like. How does it translate with like the girls or or, I'm assuming, but yeah. Or the lady boys. Uh, I've, I've. (laughs) Don't. It's the Dalai Lama. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I get, I do uh, get people to suck on my tongue. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not, yeah, I do, <laughs> I do pretty well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the with the right age groups, Lorenzo, you yeah, know, Candice with, with Regina, right? no, fucking eighteen plus. Oh, uh, I'm supposed to have somebody else on. So here's what happened. Can I tell you real quick? Um, and then I'll get back to how people suck on my mouth parts. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you don't have to be out of here at any certain time. Do you? Oh, no, 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 I'm here, I'm here to hang. Here to hang. I mean, I, don't, I certainly don't want to keep you, but I'm going to try to set this up to where we can have like two people at, at once. Oh, I think nice. I think that'll be just as effective, and you'll get to meet somebody who was at the same mic. You'll you'll oh, recognize, you'll recognize them. Okay. Uh, so let me let me call her now and see if I can get through. You guys just nice. shoot the shit chat for a little bit. Can yeah. you, I, I'm trusting you, Lorenzo. Can you handle this? Is this too much responsibility? Absolutely, Lorenzo. I can do it. I mean, Christian, fuck, I forgot I'm your here. name. How could I do <laughs> Okay. I do, yeah. <laughs> I'll be so right you, back. You started the merch then? Have you been doing the merch? The merch? Yeah. I saw you had the shirts at the Palm. Yeah, yeah. I was going to tell you, if you want a shirt, you know what I'm saying? Just let me know. We'll come through with the shirts. Let one of us know. We'll get you one. <laughs> I got you. you appreciate it. Appreciate it. Oh, man. I'm like, I've lost a couple LBs, man. So I'm hoping to squeeze into an L here soon. But I, I was normally an XL. Um, been, hey, I've been... son, we're going to get you an L because I got food in you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. No, I'm working at it, man. I, uh, been, yeah, I've been like uh, working out pretty heavy. But. Yeah, I saw the merch, man. So you guys like have a guide. You guys just order some stuff. Like, what what was that? Like, Look, is that the next I step? I literally, I thought of that like, I think it was a Friday. It was a Friday, a Friday afternoon. I thought of it randomly, mm-hmm. and I made them because we just featured on someone else's podcast a comment I met down here, and uh, so I wanted to get searched for the so, so we could present ourselves, you know, represent ourselves on yeah, there. That's awesome. So I just randomly thought of it. I went and got them. I sent Christian a picture. I was like, hey, I'm going to get this. What do you think? And he was like, hey, give me one. And now I'm like, say less. <laughs> that's Yours awesome, dude. Gonna, uh, I'll, I'll probably have it here next week. I oh, appreciate it, man. appreciate it. That's really, dude, that's really awesome, man. Dude, that's awesome. What you, what you want yours to say? Um, it'll say LNC Podcast, but like, Mine has my name. Christian has, you know, both names. And then what you want yours to say? You want like your name or what you want? Yeah, my name's good, man. Yeah, that's that's okay. good, <laughs> dude. That's oh, awesome. Real, I'm, bring this shit. I'm not playing. Appreciate it, dude. No, I'll, I'll be right. I'll do. Can't wait. Um, got a reference. Heck yeah. What uh? So so is that the goal? Like with like the podcast? Like what are you guys hoping to do with it? Or just kind of make it grow, um, elevate, 
I guess yeah, we're trying to go with it. Like, mm-hmm. I really like it. Real talk is one of my favorite things. Yeah, this has been nice. Just t- chopping it up and just kind of like, you know, yeah, <laughs> it's so fresh, like straight out the program section. Yeah. You know. Yeah, 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 yeah. What do you guys normally get into? I don't know. He was telling me you guys like read articles and stuff, and I've just been kind of blabbermouthing about the intros and stuff. Yeah, sometimes we like we'll, we'll like read articles or like watch videos or stuff. But really, like for the longest, we would just show up and just talk. Yeah, we just show up and just like we might write down like certain ideas we want to talk about. But for the most part, we just get on here and talk. And sometimes we have like a Google Docs stocky you know, and then both of us have access to. And usually I've started trying to like add to it. So like we have something we, we could go off if we can't think of something. But half the time, we don't even touch anything on there. Okay. That's awesome. Though. Yeah. Just, just That's a lot better, man. I feel like sometimes they're like over-engineered or over-planned and it's good just to like have like that barbershop talk, right? Like that just like just exactly. chopping it up, just kind of like, that's awesome, dude. Well, we already know who the hottest rappers are, so you know what I'm saying. That discussion's dead. <laughs> you said what? <laughs> What'd you Maybe. say? We. The last thing I said was we already know who the hottest rappers are. <laughs> okay. Yeah, son. Jerkoli is Cole, and Kendrick is Lamar. Those would be the top three, right? <laughs> yeah. It's not racist when you add Elias or Quelius to the end of people's names. So I do envy you there. It's like half racist when I do it. Is it reverse? If you like, how would you say Eminem? How would you say how would you say Eminem? Um, I think it's just Marshall. I think Marshall does it. It'll suffice. Yeah. So real thought that is. That is what I usually call them, but you, you caught me on a blank. I was like, you I know you were Marshall. How do you feel about Marshall? Oh, yeah. You guys keep talking. I know. Uh... You know what? I do like, I like um, Royce the 5'9. Who's that? He's, he's Yo, on the sun. Royce the 5'9 yeah. is fire. Yeah. I think Eminem caught him on rap, but that's crazy. My man's getting it. He his solo albums have been great. Um, what was the one? The Book of Ryan. The Book of Ryan might be classic, man. It might be a modern day classic. It's just it's really that good, man, solid. His flow is fire. Yeah, it, it's so interesting to me how he didn't get nearly the the amount of acclaim. Uh, being in like a duo group with Eminem and like very much holding his own and contributing. Uh, but no, like it's it's his music has been insane, dude. It's it's been. And I think he's still on on shady records. Um, His features are killer too. Like, yeah. You listen to Kobe and Weeway. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm bad with like song names sometimes, but like, yeah, yeah. I think I think I know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. Any feature Kobe has is way going. He has with the five nine on a few features, and that man's mm-hmm. just, Ooh. just going. Cool. <laughs> it, it's funny. It's like it's it's um how much that feeds into like at least like some part of the comedy right like the confidence the braggadocious the like the getting up on stage and being confident like uh you know like hip-hop a lot of times it's just like saying slick shit cool right and and, and hmm. that's part of being i don't know at least for me like 
that five minutes of being comfortable and like getting up on stage or like however long it is and uh kind of like frank abagnale and like catch me if you can right like just that those couple moments of confidence just to like kind of and i feel like hip-hop for me at least anyway has helped with that because it's like okay i i know what to say i know how to say it i know what like sounds not in like a fake pretentious way but in like a I feel comfortable now. I feel, you know, confident. Yeah, like a a confidence boost, but still Mm -hmm. you, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You feel the same? To interview you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Heck yeah, man. Yeah, no, no. I haven't been going to nearly as many shows this year so far, but I'm hoping to catch a couple um, before, before the end of the year. What as far as performing? Yeah, I uh well no, I try to go to shows. Um, I think last year I saw uh, I think I saw Pusher last last year. I saw, uh, yeah, that, that concert was crazy. Oh, I saw uh, Griselda last year too. That was really nice. Um, I wanted to start going to concerts. I wanted to go to you know the Dreamville one. Yeah, yeah, up in uh, Raleigh. Is that this weekend? When is that? I think that already that may have already passed. Or if it's a four twenty weekend, oh, you're right. Um, I don't know. It's it was weird. Like it was canceled one year because of COVID, and then, but that their yeah. lineups are always great, man. And I'm yeah, that's it's really festival season. I've been hoping to get into like uh something in the water would be good this year. They have a good lineup. Ah, uh, I want to go to stuff, but like, I think it's mostly money that prevents me. Hmm. There's there's ways of going about it, man. I don't know, like like in a in a very budget friendly way. Like uh I know sometimes like the volunteers, like, you know, they'll they'll still see the shows or, or whatever. Or if you're like working it, you can see it. But um like if you if you pay for the ticket, you can keep it relatively cheap. Like at least in Raleigh or like cities like that. Um I've definitely done like the the camping out and like <laughs> you know, e- eating oh. dollar store shit. <laughs> Yeah, me and Just, Marvin about to make the we about to see something. We about to be out there. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> so not nah, uh you know what the real thing was? I didn't have no one to go with me. Cause I could have got uh high ticket. I wanted to get like their highest point. Mm-hmm. I think it was like fifteen hundred for real, but one under it was like six hundred or whatever. Yeah. I'd have got that joint. But like I ain't had nobody else like met. Nothing yeah, group. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a group would be like, cause, cause even if you're like down bad, at least you're down bad together. Right? Yeah, yeah, like, that's yeah. very big part of like festival culture. Like we're all it's eating exactly. tuna from the can. Yes, bro. Yeah. I'm so glad you guys are talking about this together, cause I have no interest <laughs> in going to festivals. Going to like, I barely like going to concerts. I'll be, I'll be real with you. Like, comedy is a stretch for me. Going to these clubs and stuff, yeah, is like that's pushing it for me. Like, I've, I, I, I've only been clubbing, maybe like twice, three times mm-hmm. in all my life. Yeah, twenty three years on this earth. I just, I don't. It's something about everybody sweating and drinking, and there's. What's your normal? Like, what do you... Uh... This. This? Okay. Yeah. Like, you walked in, there's jazz music playing. Yeah, yeah. I'm like a 58-year-old woman in, <laughs> in, a, the cat. in an El Salvadoran <laughs> uh, body. Without the, I used to have two cats, so, I mean, oh, not, not right. a far cry from, <laughs> from what I was just <laughs> explaining. Uh, <laughs> 
I shit. I mean, so so so, and how? How do you like get your material? Because like I feel like a lot of, shoot, a good chunk of my not of like my comedy is just from being out in the world, and then like something funny happens, and I just mull it over, and and a bit forms, and mm-hmm. like, do you how how is that? How do you go about that? Like, what's your process in that respect? For me, um, I just, well, it helps that I listen to a lot of podcasts and kind of I keep up with stuff as best I can, not really giving a shit about it. Yeah. I still keep up with it. Like the Dalai Lama thing, for instance. That's something I'll never learn how to pronounce right. Dalai Lama. I hope I, <laughs> is it like Dolly Parton? But there's an animal involvement um bestiality. <laughs> yeah bestiality i'm sure he gets up to some crazy shit i'm sure i'm sure with all that tongue action there's an alpaca involved it's in <laughs> some capacity oh, <laughs> oh fuck that's why they call him llama now we get it because he's Stop. Oh shit, boy! Of tongue action. God damn. Uh, I hope that's where it ends. Yeah, um, it it isn't. Uh, he, I mean, I, not he. I I just yeah. I listen to stuff. I I keep up, and then if there's like a a cultural phenomenon of some kind that I've heard about that I'm loosely following, I'll try to relate it to myself in yeah. some way and, and like you said it the best jokes come from a, a true place um yeah. and i was saying that at the on the other podcast we were just on i mean like the the true stuff if you can find a nice story that's yours 100 percent, you can figure out a way to tell it that's golden not only because it's more convincing mm-hmm. to the audience but because i mean nobody else can match it no one else can can replicate that for what it is. I mean, the yeah, chances it's your are slim. Perspective, it's, your it's your unique perspective. That's yours. You own that. Nobody can yeah. steal it. You can't get accused of stealing it. Mm-hmm. I I will say though, there is this weird, not only parallel thought that goes on mm-hmm. at these mics, but I found personally, we were talking about Mara Minor, um, that there's parallel. There's actually like parallel reality that you'll run into sometimes. Like I'm a, I'm a gay guy. Um, who's born of a, a gay father, mm-hmm. right? And then my mom is um, hetero, mm-hmm. and but they obviously like they had sex to create me, yeah, and then split off after that, right? And I was like going to town, writing all these jokes about okay, my me and my gay dad, yeah. you know, him taking me to Green Lantern and all these gay clubs that I never. <laughs> would have imagined being in you know my dad and all his gay friends and people you know and before i even get to do any of this shit i see mara at the at the comedy loft Mm -hmm. trying new things out i went to an open mic with with a couple friends and there she is up there talking about her gay dad and all his gay friends and you know (laughs) all the brunches they go to and and how him being gay must have made her a lesbian or bi at some point you know all the shit i'm already like work working on writing she's up there workshopping and i'm like fuck i'm gonna rip off this (laughs) yeah this girl you are different yeah Yeah. i mean how crazy is that i mean like two totally different people on on at face value but i mean uh-huh. very very similar upbringings it's really eerie almost so you never know what yeah exactly like what somebody else how similar someone is to you 
Um, I'm gonna tell you. I'm sorry, you I brought you to tears that. with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no. I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah, I know that was really heartfelt. So what? Um, oh my god, you being more in tune then because I'm I'm a little older, so like. I remember a world without social media and it was great and like I am not Oh very... stop it. You're like five <laughs> years older than me. Shut the fuck up. But no, you know, it, 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 I, I personally just never really been on it like that. So it's like Yeah. To me and I have a couple of myself, but like I wanted to ask you mm -hmm. what's what's a trend or what's something that happened in culture that like we missed on? Like 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 that was really funny and, and just kind of left that no one really talked about and like what was something that we talked about too much and that was too funny and like maybe got your irritating after a while i mean you would say the the second thing i mean what comes to mind immediately is trump comes to mind immediately <laughs> like the people just yeah, yeah. beat the shit out of trump over and over again and like we get it he's like not good net he's a uh, net no, negative not a good human being <laughs> if i if i may you know like we can take a hard stance yeah, here. Got it, bad guy bad guy good <laughs> but then everyone's got a trump i've got a trump impression you know like everybody <laughs> does it they beat the shit out of this oh, thing man. this guy and it just makes him stronger and i feel like shit at a certain point we, we just have to drop it. We just have to drop him and move on because that's what he wants. He's a fame whore. He's an attention <laughs> slut. Trump's funnier than all of us combined, though. He's only funny because we're laughing at him, you know? Yeah. Take a step back and just, like, leave it alone. And that's all Rachel Maddow wants to do and all, you know, Morning Joe if and Trump, Mika want to do is sit back. And... Bomb and did stand up, and he was like, it was the best well yeah because it's a pre an ex-president on at the electric palm the the juxtaposition in and of itself is hilarious like seeing him at that ufc fight a couple nights ago was hilarious you know that just was pretty freaking just hilarious. seeing him in places he doesn't belong as the former president of the united states is hilarious and the fact that we all keep you know entertaining this it's feeding into his his media machine what he wants to the buzz he wants to generate for himself anyway so that's my example yeah. of something that people keep harping on but something that i feel like got passed i mean like that train derailment got kind of got yeah came and yeah. went right i mean shit how crazy is that i mean yeah. fucking uh that's all those, of those though were like yeah. the law won't let it slide like there's no, so many no. law organizations lawyers now that are like taking action that are yeah so many yeah, that was definitely a, a drop the ball, to put it lightly. That's a class action lawsuit, because right? there's going to be so many families with the exact medical problems. It's just a shame that it has to wait that long. It has to wait for those things to foment and develop. Uh, I think just coughing a little bit or feeling aches and pains right now isn't enough to to really bring the what csx or whatever the fucking be a lot of those commercials right like yeah if 10 years ago you got exactly <laughs> it's going to take a decade before these people get their you know um what's the word there yeah compensation whatever you know and, and of course it got a little serious but here i am thinking like why was I expecting Trump to wear anything but a suit at the UFC fight? Like, he's wearing a suit, and that's really funny to me. And I'm like, everyone else here is wearing, like, Ed, Ed Hardy, like yeah. Eddie Bauer. That just like, says, like, that's just the crumbling like, of our out. society. Yeah. That's just... And then they, even Dana, even the UFC president isn't wearing a suit. And you turn, and there's freaking Dawn. No, that's that's <laughs> truly, that's just our society crumbling oh, and, yeah. not, like, the, 
the, the new formal wear is homeless chic. <laughs> That's like, <laughs> you know, like I wear sweatpants now. I swore I would never wear sweatpants. The same time I swore I'd burn down every Bucky Busey's in sight. I took a, an oath and I said I'd yeah. never wear sweatpants in public. That's disgusting. That's like, that. what is trashier than that? Than telling people you're better than a belt. They, <laughs> it's okay to let people know how small your dick is at all times. <laughs> you know, I really have no interest in or didn't until until my mom bless her heart i think she had i think she thought she had a girl because she bought me lululemon like a, a lululemon like tracksuit oh, hey those are pricey too you better, it's fucking expensive hey, as mom, hell give it up for mom i i thought it would be rude to return it and just take the money it was, take a gift receipt <laughs> so yeah there was a gift receipt and everything i was like i need 250 dollars hey. i might Auntie, Auntie left that because he left that can i ask though yeah. christian can i ask yes is it, yeah. is it like father like son like did you try out girls for a while and then yeah yeah i mean i say to my close friends that i'm by truly i'm by okay. like i am attracted to women i do understand the attraction i've just i've never slept with a woman uh um they've never had the privilege uh <laughs> Uh, let me go to Lorenzo. Your body, He's your temple queen. Your body, your yeah. temple. Exactly. I mean, they can't get this if they tried, or at least they haven't been able to yet. Yeah. Um, but I mean, no, I, I definitely see the appeal. Sorry, um, our our second guest of the evening. This is a this is a first. We've never had not nary one, but yet two guests in the, in the same night. This is insane. This is like, yeah. hold on, can I, may I? Hold on, we have uh, music. I'll just, this is a breaking event, so I'll play the, the breaking news music just because I take any excuse I can to play the music that I, that I made for this dumb shit. Thank you. He does a little dance every time. That's his go-to, the, sh the Cupid shuffle or whatever, the, <laughs> the Cupid seat shuffle. Okay, so we're going to invite this person in here. I'm not sure how involved this is going to be. So if, if we can stop down for just two seconds or if you guys can just, again, shoot the shit for a little yeah. bit. I have to take Lorenzo off the, the stream screen, but you guys can talk. Uh, but I'm going to add them to the server real quick. They're going to be remote. They were going to be here, but this person, uh, they they ride a bike and they live in, Ooh. I want to say, Arlington or DC, so that was obviously not an option. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, give me a second. You guys go ahead. Uh, what were you talking about? Did, did you have a, a a current event thing that happened that that people talked about too much or, or not enough, Renzo? Do I have a current event thing? I'm trying to think. I'm mm. so bad at everything. Like, do I'm people so talk challenged. about Ukraine enough? I don't know. How long has that war been going on? I think they 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 covered okay. Um, at least in the beginning, they really did. I guess like yeah. it's more surprising that they like have been kind of standing ground. I feel like it would be a lot more news if they got like taken over. Yeah. But the fact that they're like actually, I don't know. And then what they do got, I like over? a little break or something? They're they're they were breaking on a break or something. Yeah, I had an interesting conversation with a friend who was like, a lot of this technology that this that the allied countries of Ukraine are giving them are you know, things that can only be manned by citizens of the country, right? So, like, is that now an act of war? Like, I have, just because we're in America, right? Like, I have American citizens manning these unmanned drones uh, 
that are, you know, effectively fighting against Russia, does that mean that now America is in this war? Type of thing? Damn. I don't know. <laughs> in a technicality, yeah, like... Yeah. I mean, like... And that might not be damn, true, but like, that's like, what I heard. It's like a tag team battle, and it's like, hey, I'm not going to hop in right now, but I'm going to throw you the chair, go hit him with the chair, you know, and see if, it, see if you can win or not. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, okay. I had one, and and I was waiting on Christian, but no, this might be funnier, just us us two. This was a couple years back. Um, something that I don't think I talked about enough: the crate challenge. Do you remember the crate challenge? Oh, the milk crate shit. Yeah, the milk crate challenge. Yeah, let's. I feel like that was so funny that it should have like stayed for a good year. <laughs> Lorenzo, Lorenzo, go to the go to the uh, the server. We're not even in the server right now, so go to the LNC podcast general channel i'll meet you there but we'll pick up yeah so the milk crate shit that (laughs) i that's what i live for those are the trends that i feel like were invented for me to enjoy because i'll never do that shit but i sure as hell will like sit back and just scroll on world star and watch all these people break their bodies just like like yeah I, I might really break this down. Like, I might really <laughs> mathematically, like, make you have these milk crates that have just been there forever. Right? Yeah. That's, there wasn't like we got a, a mass shipment of milk crates and then all, you know, thought about doing this. It's just they've always been there. Uh-huh. A group of people just got to thinking. And, and next thing you know, it's just like it becomes this thing that's like a challenge, but in the, in, in the real sense of the word, like, uh-huh people really wanted to do it because in hindsight it doesn't seem that hard to do yeah it's just like up down up down right Mm -hmm. but then executing it is when you get like the gold right like people breaking their backs people yeah i mean it's the whole it's the whole the same like as afv the whole you know america's funny home videos the objective is to do something that is stupid yeah in the hopes that you you'll create a magical product and maybe there's a prize for doing it successfully too it's just you know the prize is bragging rights man. the bragging rights of doing it successfully but the, obviously <laughs> the the only reason why there's onlookers is because there's p- uh, potential for hazard or potential yeah. for you know <laughs> but you know it's interesting is that that you're completely right it got popular because people would hurt themselves initially mm-hmm. but then it was almost like more impressive to see somebody do it and then to see somebody do it like with a handicap, like some girl did it in heels. Some oh, yeah. I did it yeah, smoking yeah. like a hookah. <laughs> what? And it's like, man. <laughs> Let's like... pull that up. I, that's going to be the first thing I pull up is the milk challenge. Yeah, yeah. You got him, man. Oh, that's. I, I'm... I should, we should still be talking about it today. Yeah. Like, that is how that funny that is. I will say, I'm worried about pulling up videos now that we're going to have two people uh, calling. Okay, yeah, yeah. Well, so my computer has a tendency to crash. Of course. And that, I think that would be too much of a challenge, of a milk crate challenge to, to like pull up <laughs> no a shit ton of windows right now. But no I, I know exactly what. What you're talking? I think we lost Lorenzo. Are you there, Lorenzo? Can you hear us? I'm back. Oh, holy shit! Hold on, you're like super loud for no reason. Um, say something. Say something. Hello. And turn your camera on if you could as well. Your camera. What changed? Oh, Let me get it. Are you using a different mic? Hey, boy. I switched to my phone. Oh well, that, duh. That was holy shit. I was like, I have you at the same levels that i had before holy shit what the fuck happened that you're so loud what happened to yeah. your? well no because my, my camera was off anyway what happened to your computer 
I'll turn it off while I get mobile. Why? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. He's he's got to drive. So, oh, we might be able to pull up the milk crate shit because he's got he's gonna leave, and and what he thinks he's gonna be able to do is uh, drive and continue the podcast. But what I think is going to happen is there's going to be too much background noise, as there will be mm-hmm. when one drives, yeah. and I'm going to have to um, kick him from the server. <laughs> At least temporary. That's what I surmise will happen. Oh, so. my God. Oh, man. <laughs> Unfortunate. So we'll see. We'll see how successful this is in a moment. I'll be, I'll be there in spirit. Um, let me call this person. May I call you? This yeah, is I was confused. Fantastic. I was like, they, I was like, I thought they was coming. No, they are. Um, and they go by they them as well. I will say now. Um, I'm not a pronoun stickler myself, but I do like to, you know, accommodate. I like to come for break. Okay. So what's their name? So this is uh, Jamie Mack. I'm not sure if you, oh, yeah, if Jamie. you remember Jamie. Oh boy. Let's see. Oh shit. Here we go. This is a, I'm I'm Are doing the here? milk crate challenge right now, just trying to <laughs> string all of this together in the in the moment. We've been going an hour now. Has it felt like an hour to you? Nice. No, 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 okay, no. good. Some ways, yes, yeah, some ways no. Hey Jamie. I got, good, good. I got Jamie Mack uh to the audience. We've got Jamie Mack here on the line. We're gonna try to get we're gonna to try to get them into the into the server here. So we've done all the heavy lifting now. I've added you as a friend. All I need you to do is uh, accept the server invite. It should be somewhere in your notifications within the app. Will you be using your phone? No, I'm gonna use my computer. Okay, so on your computer, go into your, uh, I believe it's invites. Um, I'm not sure how to navigate this myself because I pretend that I'm cooler is what you, you said. <laughs> it was so funny. You texted me. You said, I'm sorry, Christian. I pretended <laughs> to be cool and that I knew it, how, how to work discord, but I don't know how to join. Uh, I'm the same way. I'm the, the exact same, <laughs> except I spent $9,000, uh, <laughs> to get all this equipment <laughs> that I don't know how to use. Um, so okay. I got so it says I joined. Okay. So now that you've joined So yeah, click that link. And now that you've joined, do you see the server off in the left column with like this it should be like a little circle with letters L and C yeah. in it? Yeah. Click on that. And then do you see in another column uh voice channels? Do you see general anywhere? General under voice channels? So click on general, but under the voice channels drop down. Yeah. This is, um, this is not your fault, Jamie. I made this decision, but this is going to be riveting stuff for the audience to listen for their listening pleasure. <laughs> Just the, the troubleshooting and setting this. Uh, we. Earlier today, 
How old you are? Are your parents still alive? That's a bad question. Oh, oh I, we're going to have so much fun if that's how we're starting things. I'm so excited. Yeah. Uh, yes, unfortunately. I mean, uh, they are alive. They are. <laughs> I live with one of them. Uh, that's the unfortunate right. part. Not that they're alive or not. The, important, the sad thing is I live with one of them still. So. I thought it was unfortunate because you'll never have the yeah. chance to be Batman. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it says something that says server boost, invite people. So do you? So can you point me at your computer so I can see what you're seeing? All right. So you're in there. Man, that is hard to decipher. See, I don't know what I'm doing either. Can you enlarge that window possibly? Can you blow it up for me? Yeah. yeah. There we go. Okay. Um, oh, I think I think what it is. I, I see what it is. Hold on. Give me just one second. I know what exactly what it is. Da, 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 da. Oh my gosh! I'm so good at my job. I love it. Um, we have in You're the room right now. Uh, I'll 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 hand you off to Marvin, who I don't know if you. <laughs> I didn't know all these. T- I, I'm, you're, we're lucky that these tabs are all nice. And, you know, that's, they're usually filled with more colorful things up there. Yeah. Yeah, that would be, great. yeah. I, I'm so bad at this. I really like. It's unbelievable how terrible I am at figuring this. I can try to join with my phone. No, the problem is I have to. I have to promote you, uh, in Discord to be able to join, and I don't know how to like even find you in the in the pullout i'm really like if you think you're struggling i'm crippled i'm really just I'm struggling over other things but we'll get through this will be it. <laughs> okay good oh my word i've i've never even bombed this hard on stage the, I'm, I'm breaking out oh in a flop sweat i did not know what you were going to say after bomb um, but... i was like where is <laughs> <laughs> do you know are you familiar with discord marvin i know you said you don't you don't use tech no i'm not like a big gamer but yeah i know i know discord a little bit but, um... right oh wait i got i think i got this hold on i have faith oh, in you jamie <laughs> oh my gosh where are you driving off to i uh i gotta Just meet somebody me. i have a uh... I'm gonna hang off and just give me five minutes. Go, go for it. I have to. Word. Yep. I I have to promote you first, and then you'll be able the to join the voice link. channel. So give me just one moment. Okay, but yep. Now I have plans about a about a week ago, and I uh, I definitely went to do the podcast because podcast is life. But I also have these uh these already pre plans, and I'm like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna cancel them. I'm gonna do both. It's just unfair to the other parties, you know? Yeah. So this isn't a sneaky link? There you go. Yeah, I should be asking these questions, truly. I I haven't been in tough enough. 9.30 on a Tuesday. (laughs) What's the... the, You know the... um, There's only but so much. You know the, the... What's the what's the what's the base word of sneaky link? Uh, base word of sneaky link, link. We fucking did yeah. it. 
Nah, nah well, fine, what's fine, the fine, what's sure. the pre okay. the prefix? What's the adjective of uh, a sneaky link? To sneak? Like, what are you talking about? Like, not oh, the okay. not the verb. <laughs> Not, not blast it on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very true, very true. Well, I was taking a shot in the dark. I had no idea if, if I was coming correct or if I was right. I was merely theory. So here's what I thought nah, was happening. Theory. No, can I tell you what I thought he was going to go do? What he told me? Right. And for, forgive me if I conflated two things, but he told me he's going to go see his mother. So That's did code. you outright lie to code. me? Outright, like just straight up. I tell you when I'm getting I my would, shit handled, you can't just come clean. I would, I would never do that. See, yeah. I'm just going to okay. me. I'm just, shut I'm, the fuck look, up. Just shut up, because we have just, we have a real person here, somebody I can trust. And I've only known them oh my for a couple months now. Here's here's my supposed to be family. I can't even trust you. <laughs> my goodness, uh, I feel so betrayed. I look, I'm, I didn't even say Can you turn your doing. camera on at least, going... Lorenzo? Good. Like, pretend like you, you. you have pride just, in the show. I'm just going out real quick. I'm just <laughs> taking a drive, a late night drive. Oh, my goodness. We have finally here. I, I figured it out. It's no fault of theirs. Uh, I had to promote them to guest status to be able to join the, the voice channel here. But we have uh, buffering is uh, soon to be. Jamie Mack, a very funny uh, comedian, local DMV comedian I've met several times in Woodbridge. Um, a very marvelous act indeed. If you do happen to catch them, uh, very excited to speak. Mad soon. funny, son. Mad funny. <laughs> Mad funny. Yeah, yeah. I really enjoyed their 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 bits too. Good, good. We'll see if you two recognize each other. I'm not sure. There we go. Hey. Hello. I'm off What's camera that, uh, for you, but the podcast can can see me more often than not. So have no fear. I'll be seen. But you guys are what's more important. Can, uh, can we hear you? Can we hear you? Is your mic enabled? We can't hear you quite yet. Yep. So you go ahead and work on that. But uh, in the meantime, can I tell you conventionally? will do as as you and I did at the start I would um I would sit down and set all this up in advance um and I I uh I didn't do that with this and this is what what you're seeing uh and listening to at this point uh I'll speak directly to the audience is what it's like in the uh the the lead up to recording um I'm sure it's engaging and entertaining, but this is, and if you ever want like a BTS style product, this is as, as good as it gets. And this is free. Oh so God. really what I'm saying is you should, you should be thanking me because this is behind the scenes, you know, grade A content for you, setting Thank up you cameras and audio. <laughs> we can't hear you quite yet, Jamie, if you, if you are uh, trying. We can't hear you quite yet. Renzo, make sure you uh you stretch, drink some water. <laughs> yeah. my co-host down there, Lorenzo, on the bottom, he's um he told me he was visiting his mother this evening. Uh I come to find out his mother is a a woman caller <laughs> that he for some reason was embarrassed to inform me about. Uh <laughs> 
I wasn't embarrassed. Oh, do I do, I just, I do um, fancy the idea of you having sex with your mother tonight and being embarrassed about well, that. That yeah, that, yeah, that, that's, that that's, might have been a prospect. That's not what we do in my community. It's Salisbury. We've had, you know, it sure is Salisbury steak at the time. We don't do that in the berry. Well, uh -huh. I don't. I don't. In the berry is that what you I call Salisbury? That, in the berry. That's it. No, that's what people call it that's from here. So we call funny. it the berry. The berry. The berry. The berry. Yeah. The berry. I'm now here in the berry. I'll bury you in the berry. Oh, we can, can hear, you. hear me now. Yep. Yeah. Yep. All right. Oh, my I word. Yay. My microphone. Yeah. So sorry. It no, it's so okay. Long. I think when you when you use another an external mic, you'll have to like enable it as your default device in your system settings. Yeah, it's all to do. I did it through Chrome now, but then yeah. I figured I'll just fuck it. That's we'll quite all right. The computer thing. We're happy yeah. to have yeah. you. Thank you for having me. I was thinking, um, Christian, when I asked about your parents being alive, I. Um, it was because I thought to myself that this is the equivalent of me visiting like uh, an 80 or 90 year old person in hospice, you know, our age. I mean, what, how old are you? About 20 years old? I mean, I'm older than your parents. <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh... is, this, is this community service? Um... <laughs> Take it how you will. I, I see this as you doing me a great favor and a service just even being here, even thinking about being here. But oh, I'm, I'm, I'm thrilled. I'm 23. Lorenzo's uh, 25, yes. Uh, I'm going to be 22 today. Okay. Does that make you sexier for for the lady you're you're about to braille? It just makes me younger. Okay. Oh my god. Understood. Oh, um, and then <laughs> Marvin here is uh, 28. Awesome. Hi, Jamie. See you again. Um, I won't ask you your age, Jamie. Oh, I, I, I'm, everything is on the table with me. It's, uh, I own, still, I'm that's 50. a, that's a line. I, I just turned 50. Yeah. Oh, really? So right. my Damn. parents yeah. both just me. turned 50. My parents, both of them, okay. uh, in, um, um, oh my God, they they can never see this. I I'm forgetting their birthday month in, in March. Yo, so last uh, month, last month, they both turned 50, um, Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, uh, they're within weeks of, they of each other. They definitely bonded over that. Yeah, that's and then they realized that year. one of them was a gay guy, and then that kind of <laughs> ended immediately. Which one was it? Which one, Yeah, which one of my parents was the gay guy? I wonder. Let's yeah, do that math as a family. It was tonight. Tricky, was it? Um, you know, I, I see some possibilities. Maybe uh, an introduction is due. Um, oh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, my, um, is he my... into quirky, non-binary uh, grocery store work? He's he's spoken for now. I will say he's spoken uh, for now. My mother, on the other hand, me. <laughs> there's a goalie doesn't mean you can't score, right? Oh, no, certainly exactly. not. And you, that's great for you. You have a nice soccer bit, Jamie, that I'd love to cover with you or get the scoop on. <laughs> I love that. Very topical. Uh, no, my mom though. She she saw you actually. Um, she came to one of the mics that in Woodbridge that you were at, and okay. I gotta say, I'm not just I'm not just um, 
gassing you up here, uh, she she gave you high marks for all oh, the mics wonderful. on that lineup. My mom was really impressed by you and oh, just a handful of so other nice people. Um, she was yeah. not impressed by me in the slightest. So <laughs> yeah, maybe it's your age and that you could relate to one another. I don't know. I was offended. Yeah. Critic in your family? I, Is there? I could <laughs> see it. Maybe they uh, they could have went to school together. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, is, is there a, is there somebody, Jamie, in, in your in your past, or somebody, who um. I guess for me it was a barometer, right? If I can make certain people laugh, or I can make this person laugh or chuckle, was there like that, like a grandpa or something who was like, oh, that's or who who did you bounce off or how long have you been in comedy? Uh, what a wonderful question. Thank you. Um, my mom was my best friend and uh, we had so much fun together and she passed away about four years ago but we, um, we really enjoyed life and, and you know she is somebody who really put herself out there into the world yeah and at a time when she uh, you know she lost her husband she lost uh, my brother she had a you know, serious health problems, but she, um, she put herself out there into the world. She was a huge fan of Clyde Drexler, the uh, NBA oh, yeah. basketball player. She yeah. went to his Hall of Fame. I have a great big picture of Clyde and my mom, um, <laughs> which I posted on my my parents' anniversary, so everybody thought Clyde was my dad. There you um, go. Jamie but Drexler. She, making her laugh was uh was was everything and she never i just started doing this about four months ago i i, I oh wow wow uh, i took an acting class in dc and uh, a girl in the class was doing stand-up she took the improv class i think and i said oh i don't i always wanted to try that and she said well come on out and try and and we supported each other and, and we did some spoken word poetry and then i just started going on my own i think the poem was the second time i ever did it really and, um, yeah and i and i don't know what i'm doing up there but i'm <laughs> i'm i just try to have fun and it's some nights are good and, and some nights it's harder um but i guess as long as it's such i i really do like it a lot i mm -hmm. I, I do other stuff i do like spoken word and theater stuff mm -hmm. but the comedy is so the license to to do and be whatever mm -hmm. you want to yeah. create whatever you want yeah. is um, intoxicating. And sometimes I don't really worry about, frankly, if the audience likes it or laughs. I'm saying stuff that amuses me, and sometimes they agree and sometimes yeah. they don't. That's what I was going to say. You had me fooled that it, you've only been doing this for four months now, you said, because th that's exactly how I I view you on stage as somebody who's very confident uh, and such to the point that you really don't care about audience feedback, that you are willing to take those those risks that certain people aren't. I see you laughing over there. It's, this is, this is no, a compliment. No, I, assure I just you. hope, I hope that you don't kick me <laughs> off your show now that you know me to, to, to be the, uh, no, no, an insecure, not at uh, all. I mean, uh, Marvin, if you, if you're comfortable, I mean, we were just talking, um, that you've only been doing this now for, wow. You did, you did your first mic in, in college, in college. Yeah. And, and okay. kind of mm -hmm. just, just to do it. And, uh, then I, I left and I, I still was in the entertainment space, um, but very, very different than, of course, the performative part of it. Um, but I think a lot of those things like like eliciting a reaction, um, you know, get, getting somebody to become invested uh, definitely helped. But 
in terms of comedy itself, I've, I'm really new myself. Yeah, I would say like between college and, and that mic, it's been like two or three mics that I've been on. Um, and so, you know, I think I think it's good to see someone else like starting off and then who again, yeah, I, I echo the same sentiment. It was, uh, you could have had me fooled. I think I thought you were very seasoned up there, very mature, like like it was the confidence thing. And it was, uh, I could see the spoken word because we were talking about this earlier before you were on. It's it's the word thing, right? It's it's as simple as a word count, right? Like we were talking about how Christian's opener, in less than ten words, he he gets a laugh. He's very uh, he gets the audience to invest, and I could see the spoken word background or the acting background, having worked with actors myself. That you kind of have like a you, you choose the words, you know, your diction carefully, mm-hmm. your words carefully, and your rhythm too. Your I rhythm, mean, your your, your beats were mm-hmm. very indicative of your performance they're, i mean they're they're truly yours um and that's what i find most fascinating about you when i watch and the few times i've seen you now is just your unique delivery the subject matter that you decide to approach the combination of the two are truly yours and and unabashedly so i really admire that about you oh, that, i i can't thank you enough that's awesome to hear and i really um i don't know what to make of myself up there I, I used to take myself and it's hard to watch i don't yeah i hate it i just yeah. started i just started <laughs> I record, going yeah. up there and do it do what you do exactly. but I, here's what i love I, I i was in a very different place not too many years ago and then i put myself out there into the world in a different way and um young people have very much lifted me up and um, helped me in so many ways. And even just this, like being here, I'm on Discord because I'm in a theater troupe. I did this thing at the theater lab Mm -hmm. and it was this great 14 week experience and then ended and I thought, boy, it's a shame it ended. I wish I could keep in touch with these people. And then somebody from the theater troupe just, she just decided to start her own theater troupe and said, let's start our own theater troupe. And Young people, I'm I, I'm somebody who like has grown up sending out resumes and 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 young people just do it and mm-hmm. it's nice to it keeps me young at work and in life to be. I was going to say the opposite though that getting after it that keeps me in place that keeps me afraid to to try new things with the the, the lack of formality i see you laughing down there lorenzo real quick i want to say goodbye to lorenzo we had a bet i made a bet at the beginning of this that he was going to be driving to his to his hookup and that the audio was going to be so atrocious that i'd have to just cut him off immediately right, so right. you, you gotta get into your <laughs> let's routine, hear this right? let's gotta... let's hear how bad this is go ahead go ahead say something Hello. Yeah. Okay. It's all right. It's okay. We might be able to keep you, but the way it was yeah. with you walking around, that was just insufferable. Oh, no. yeah, so <laughs> I was taking out the trash, and there was a helicopter over me. Yeah. That, sure. <laughs> Go ahead. That, make excuses. No, no, for real. We're doing a no, podcast. Where this is an audio medium. No. Holy shit. No, I should have took a picture. I helicopter felt like I was or not? And that bitch was just, just as you were saying, we're welcoming, Jamie. Like, just as you were saying, this, the young people are welcoming. <laughs> I feel uh, like this video is going to be in Discovery at some point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, Look, but, son, 
We'll, we'll let you. Yeah, it's probably the news or some shit. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. I think you can stick around. This is good. This is much better than the. Jamie, the... What, what you were saying, the resonance. Yeah. Um, it, it is high fucking oh tech. Fucking okay. If you're gonna cut people off, I love it. I'm gonna. I'm gonna kick you. I'm gonna. My bad. <laughs> Yeah, just hang up. Just hang up. We'll we'll talk later. I love Lorenzo. We we all love Lorenzo. He's he's the strong half of this. Like he said, he's the only reason why black people watch, and we love him for that. <laughs> so Lorenzo, everybody, give it up for him. Yeah, hey. the fake applause. Great. I'll talk to you later. Oh we'll God, we'll, we'll talk. Let me know how it goes. <laughs> all right. Yeah, let's know how it goes. We need an update. Your booty call. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Peace out. Uh, See it. <laughs> Jamie, it was um what you were saying earlier though. What can I ask? Like, what is what does go through your head, or what is your process when you get up there on stage? Um, it, it I think maybe that's where it seems like you're leaps and bounds ahead. Where it's like there is that performative. You said you've been in theater. You said you've done spoken word. Like, what what is what does go through your head that's maybe different going up on a theater stage versus a, a open mic? Um, I, I'm doing, I feel like I like to tell stories in my jokes mm. and if I can mm. put little jokes in the stories, but what makes me love getting up on stage in comedy is the idea that I have something funny that's in my head and I want to get it out and, and share it with people. And sometimes it's not funny at all. Sometimes it's just, it, yeah. it sucks. Yeah. Um, More often than not, I find. Sometimes it is funny. <laughs> and um, fuck it, I don't, I, I mean, I, I can't say I don't care if people laugh, of course I care. But um, when I was at the Palm one week ago, driving, I had this idea for a story where I would go to Texas and my brother, you know, and I weren't getting along about me transitioning and all that stuff. And he was having a, a baby. And I would, um, I was arguing that the baby should have this open-ended name so it could decide its own gender and, and all that. Anyway, in the, in the joke, I had this um, line about my brother deciding to name his baby Fred because um, he's a big Flintstones fan. And then I, I just thought of this stupid, corny dad joke where he was all cocky about it. And he told me, uh, there's nothing you can yabba-dabba do about it. <laughs> and um, that, it's like a tiny little joke inside of the longer joke. And, yeah. But that, yeah, there's nothing you can yabba-do about it. Whether I'm Jim or Jamie or whoever I am, that is my essence. That is so stupid and corny. Mm -hmm. it, you can't help but laugh and um, I don't know I just try to be myself up there I try to find myself up there Yeah. I, I don't I've never been paid as a comedian but I can like I'm getting some paid um, spoken word type stuff like when I go up and do poetry and all that but I really much more enjoy comedy and I want to get good at it I want to like I want to be on the bottom of a piece of paper. You know what I mean? Yeah. You see those pieces of paper and there's like big giant head and there's these tiny uh -huh. little heads on the bottom. You know, I want to be the, one of those little, also featuring for five fucking minutes, yeah. Jamie Mack. That would be yeah. awesome. That's yeah. all I want. Really that's awesome. that's, that's definitely that's a milestone. Reach, right? You know? So it I certainly so. is. Yeah, it seems... Um, yeah, it seems but it's so yeah. fucking fun up there. It's, it's mm -hmm. also addictive. And I had to pull back a couple of weeks, like maybe... 
I was when I first started doing. I was going like three, four times a week. You're biking there. everywhere. How do you? How are you, have you not died yeah. at any point? Have you not like just fatigued physically? The travel uh, alone. Yeah, how... I, my I had this theater thing in Stafford County yesterday, and I. That's I where we're at. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, and you're no, coming. Not Staff- I'm sorry, Loudoun oh, County. It was Loudoun, Sterling. Okay. Sterling. Fuck it's um, Sterling. It was so Dolus, um, right? Like that. Uh, yeah. So from Alexandria to there. Um, my goodness. A, and um but i used to weigh i was fucking i was really in bad shape three years ago i was drinking i was mm. way the fuck overweight i was unhealthy and um i just decided to stop putting oil in my car and that would break the car and then i'd be forced to ride my bike everywhere well, and, um, that's, that's, that'll that's do it yeah track. that's one way a plus b equals c um, <laughs> a plus b equals i can't use my yeah. car anymore yeah uh, I was going to add to what you said about the storytelling jokes, um, what, how you described the adding the yabba dabba do bit at the end, right? I'm the same way, and Marvin and I were describing our joke telling styles. Uh, he was impressed by the the sort of economy of words, finding a concise, way to yeah, finding a way concise. to make a concise joke. But I said that's not what I take to really. I'm more of a you know, storyteller-oriented uh, comic. As le- at least that's what I'm finding out in like the 16 or 17 open mics I've done mm-hmm. so far in two months. Is I much yeah. prefer to tell stories that come from the heart that I can, that I know 100% to be true, that nobody yeah. can that correct me on or take from me, that I can make funny somehow. And the trick right. to being able to tell those to any success is to find little ways to sprinkle in cheap shots and little jokes in between. You can't just yeah. get up and preach and tell a story for, you know, five un- in uninterrupted minutes without anything for them to chew on, you know, or yeah. else it becomes a sermon. I was just at, I'm, I was regret, regrettably at church this Easter. <laughs> Again, mm-hmm. my I'm so sorry that my mom is alive and forcing me to go to church with her just because uh, no, I live, live with her. Oh my goodness. Good. I'm glad you should go to church with your mom. That's a good thing. <laughs> just, yeah. No, I, a good comedy at church is if, if nothing else. And there was, there was like a laser light show. This was uh, in Fredericksburg, Life oh. Point Church. It's a mega church I that see. used to be an ice oh, rink. Cool. Uh, it's insane. I don't know if you watched like Righteous wow. Gemstones. Uh, it gave exactly that. It's just posh and 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 the lights action like they had like i'm pretty sure whitney houston was reborn into this woman who was who opened the whole thing uh and they were just infants there were babies there at this rock opera you know with like <laughs> like it's insanely loud i'm like you're gonna give your infant child tinnitus at at age <laughs> One, they're not even going to make it to one before yeah, they right. are deaf because you insisted on taking them to uh, yeah. the Elton John equivalent of a of a sermon on Easter. <laughs> but, uh, no, all that aside, definitely with the storytelling, uh, that's yeah, the Jamie, tricky do, part. Do you um, do you find yourself wanting to kind of hone in on on a unique style, or or has this been kind of like a learn all styles like all the above like like i keep equating it to to theater to film acting just because that's that's my frame of reference and it seems like you kind of have that background but is it like an acting where you learn the meisner where you learn you know method where you learn and along the way you kind of figure out your own style what works for you what doesn't or how's how's that path been for you with comedy so far um i think i just 
want to I, I have a story to tell um, about my life and about my journey and um, when you get on stage you can make it ridiculous and, 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 and exaggerated and there are chapters in my life where when I get up on stage and I fictionalize it like that almost and I make it so exaggerated mm -hmm. it's almost like it makes it mm -hmm to me and less likely to revisit that stuff yeah in other words if I get up there and I make fun of this time in my life yes you're conquering it um, I'm I'm further away from it It becomes this foreign thing and because sometimes it does feel kind of tenuous and so people I, I've had conversations with comedians who I don't think agree with people sharing about their journey and their sexuality and their gender and all this stuff um, but what else? I'm not smart enough to make jokes about regular shit. You know, I, I'm just, yeah. I know what I know, which is my life. Um, so to get up there and um, tell these stories about the days in and, and all these soccer dads and, and all that helps me live in a way. I don't know. It's, it, it's very therapeutic up there. And, and, um, I don't, I don't, I don't understand it myself. I just know that it's all based in some kind of truth, you know? And yeah. fuck, I knew your, Marvin, your story, you told the story last week about the guy dressed up as a deer, right? Oh, um, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. That was too funny not to be <laughs> some element of truth in, into that, you know? And um, that's, that's my best stuff so far, but maybe <laughs> I'll get good. I, I watch comedians who can just, riff about anything and um i'm like how do they do that you know it's really i have to stay in my narrow tiny little mm -hmm. lane my filthy yeah. degenerate narrow <laughs> yeah. little lane. No, i did that um, i did the equivalent of that um at this last one i just went i think i sent you the flyer too i sent it to both of you um yeah. the cheers mike uh in cleveland park i uh i had a succession bit that i came up with that day the show succession on hbo and i sort of like wrote a whole scene that i was acting out like a one-man play almost of this fake scene yeah. from this show that i so i was playing like two or three characters and yeah i memorized it i like i Parked at Pentagon City, you know, in the commuter lot and waited in my car and just r ran lines to myself over and over and over again and got up there and adhered to that as best as I could um, with the time constraints. But it's a different animal than than the freedom of being able to divert from your material and and attack the crowd with with witticisms yeah. and, and you know improvised impromptu encounters mm -hmm. you know uh it's two different things entirely i i really admire people yeah. who can i feel like mark normand is a good example of somebody who can just get up there he's got all his jokes ready to go and he's just gonna tell mm -hmm. them the way they go and you know not really divert much but then mm -hmm. they're especially a lot of the black comedians um i'll know they're able to just rip people to shreds you know on site and or, or look at a situation and do crowd work with such ease and you know it's again two totally different beasts yeah Jamie. yeah i yeah. i don't know how to do crowd work really I, don't, <laughs> I, I i i got heckled the other night and oh. when i was doing well um in silver spring that 
last week, Thursday. That's the, uh, and, yeah, uh, what, what is the name of that? Comedy to go. Comedy to go. Yeah. I see. And I, I felt like I did good, but there was a really, really drunk woman in the audience. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I, I handled her well without putting her down, but. Um, yeah, I would put her down. I'd get the new, gun That was a new ready experience. And, yeah. Yeah. I would kill somebody if, you know, if I, I'd have to euthanize in the sense put down in the in the sense of the word as euthanize is what that's where I would get I would truly the first time I was up yeah. I was at Woodbridge and I there was a lady in the front row same story the whole time she was like mm -mm. Mm -mm, that is not funny mm -mm, no. <laughs> you know? yeah. And what do you do? You just, for me, I, I froze up. I was just kind of stuck there. You know, I kept going and like yeah. ignoring that, but I, I didn't want to address her. I didn't want to give credence to that because or, or else what? That's all my time is, is devoted to this person who's effectively yeah. won a battle of my attention. Mm -hmm. uh, thankfully, I haven't been heckled since then or anything like the equivalent i know heckling usually is them trying to contribute to the show and and you right, know, right. call you yeah, out in some she way was, she, was she was more just talking about actively trans and blah 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 oh my gosh. And, all that. and so i was like uh, she had said something earlier in the evening and so i figured it came from her and i oh uh, yeah said, i i mean i i dealt with her fine and i had a good night i feel like it's um but it's just so hard to tell so i've pulled back i'm doing yeah. it maybe once a week i used to do it three or four times a week and that's why it I'm became at. so intoxicating mm -hmm. to be up there and the stuff wasn't coming i just wasn't the material i couldn't tell what was good and so i just gave it some time and yeah let it breathe a little now i'm at a point where i i pretty much try to do something new every time i get up yeah yeah and now after a couple months i can take all the stuff that's worked and exactly. try to put it together put in together a solid seven minutes you know as long as you can commit to memory the the best stuff you're yeah. going to be able to get up on stage for 15, 20 minutes, uh, even upwards of an hour and recite it. It'll just come. It'll come to you. That's what I'm fine now because that's what I set out to do in the beginning. I told myself I'm only doing new stuff at all these because what's the point in repeating myself yeah. for five minutes at each one of these? It, I'm, it's a waste of time. It, at least I'm able to network, but I'd rather use the stage time to develop stuff I've never tested before. But right. there's a whole heap of things that go wrong there. I mean, there's the fatigue for one. I mean, having to come up with things constantly can feel defeating. Mm -hmm. uh, there's not knowing what a good joke that you have banked is capable of if you haven't tried it on another room. If you haven't mm -hmm. seen what it, what potential it has in several demographics, then do you truly know how worth it is using? Because I'll have a joke that I'm like, oh yeah, that did so well. I'm gonna put that right in my back pocket. And then I I started yeah. recently in this fatigue state, taking out some of my old stuff and trying it in a new order. And then realizing, right. oh, maybe this joke that went super well this one time kind of fucking sucks. And maybe mm -hmm. <laughs> maybe it's not gonna not, it's not gonna work uh, a net majority of times in these other places. So yeah. there's benefits to trying things a second and a third time and like i said try even changing the order i've now i've taken a joke um probably for the worse uh, i've taken a joke that did well on its own and i've sort of combined it with a new joke and almost entirely changed the the punchline of it effectively so 
all yeah. it's like a it's a whole melting pot trying to take all all the collective jokes you've come up with and find a coherent way to display them in in a full setting yeah. I'm, not, I'm certainly not ready to do anything more than 10 15 minutes that's so no, frightening same here lorenzo he just he um he had to go bless his heart uh, i guess this this better be some hot ass woman that he had, just had to get up and <laughs> and leave for yeah but <laughs> i really i'm really excited to see her later and get the scoop but i just he the, his first one a few weeks ago was 10 minutes and yeah. i was like okay what <laughs> who gave you the idea to go and speak for 10 minutes in front of anybody for your first time yeah. i'm like just the confidence alone and that's what that's what's so appealing about him is he's really just you get him up you give him a microphone and he'll go and you know you wind him up and he'll just keep on going but i'm not that way if i don't have something to fall back on or if i don't feel comfortable that shit will i'll just crumble right then and there um 10 yeah. minutes it's like an eternity to me right now for for me, my first 15 seconds or 20 seconds dictate how my night is going to go. Because mm -hmm. if they are not into this or they have problems with this or... And I've been to places that I just couldn't break through that. Yeah. And um, I was talking to another comedian after a show and he told me, your greatest disadvantage is also your greatest advantage. It sure because is. Because you know what people think as soon as you get up on stage. And yes, I said do. to him, I said to him, I think everybody else in the world does. And I wish they would let me in on the secret because I truly don't. Mm -hmm. Because the pace of change in my life has been so rapid and jolting that it is hard for me to understand that. But everybody else knows. And so... I guess I try not to worry about it. Most of the times when I do okay in the first bit, it's riffing off of something somebody else said earlier. Like at the last night at the mo, that the, the mic at the Palm, mm -hmm. um, another comedian said something about how she was a delicate flower. And so I got up and my first line was like, oh, you know, what a what a lucky crowd you all are. Your second delicate flower of the night. And, and that just kind of <laughs> took the tension really out of it. And I need to, I can't count on that. I can't count on that. I don't always know how to do that. Well, it, you're, yeah, I mean, just like, um, just like I am, I don't want to speak for you, Marvin, but I think yeah. we're all learning how to, how to get in and get to where we need to be as quickly as possible i think we're yeah. figuring that avenue out like you were talking about just in the beginning if we if we find a joke that really works that's solid that you can get out quickly concisely win people over as soon as possible mm -hmm. uh there's not going to be yeah in that instance somebody else setting you up for that but you'll find a way to set yourself up uh near every time or 90 percent of the time without a doubt once you have people once you get them to laugh they've already exposed themselves there's no going back now now you it's almost like they they trust you that you you've yeah. you've uh, you've developed this kinship between yourself and the audience that they don't want to lose that they're, yeah. they're they're eager to laugh at you after the first time the, the first time but the lead up they're reluctant they're 
they're sort of you know folded arms they're like oh what the fuck are we about to see i don't know are they good are they not but if you get them it's because you got them it's because now they're hooked now they know okay it's safe i can belly laugh i I, some snot might come out now and i I won't be ashamed of myself because they earned it so if you can do that as early as possible and you'll find a way you'll find you're in uh, the little secret magic key i think that's what we're all looking for right now all this other material that you've been working on will slide. It'll be, it'll be like a slip and slide. It'll just, it'll be so seamless. Um, yeah. yeah I, I agree though. Yeah. Back where, to yourself. Where are, you, are, you have, are you going to any mics in the next couple of weeks or are you, what are you all doing? Yeah. Let, let's do that. And just, what were we going to say, Marvin? Oh, I, what was I going to say? Oh no. Um, yeah. Like, like you were saying with self inventory and, and, and making your jokes off that and, I'm kind of in that same boat, but like, I do envy those those comedians who can you know take a water bottle and make that funny. And, yeah, uh, yeah. I think it is just learning the process and repetition, and, and practice makes perfect. And uh, learning your process. Yeah. Don't don't try to be like someone else because again, I think what we were saying in the beginning, the true stuff is what resonates the most. It's what's going to allow you to deliver it in in the most honest way. And yeah. honesty is. It makes for a great sales pitch. Comedy is is a sales pitch. That's another thing. Yeah. I took a class from Jessica Kirsten, a seminar. Um, that's what got me into this. Um, and that's one of the things she really uh, reinforced was that when you're up on stage, you aren't just fighting for the audience's approval. You're trying to sell them. You're there to convince them to buy your product. Right. So what your responsibility to do on stage is, is to convince the audience that you, the comedian, and that these jokes, your products are something that they paid for and that they can be pleased with. You understand? Yeah. I mean, and if you don't, I mean, what's somebody going to do with a shitty product? They're going to write a bad review. They might throw it out. They might, they have every right to get upset by it. And they will in most cases. So sometimes I feel like I have ops. I, I'm not, I, I watched a video I took of myself at um, an open mic. It was incredibly loud and I, and you couldn't hear anybody. And I got up, I was the second to the last one of the night and nobody was paying attention. And in my video, there's a guy about my age, probably a little older and he's turning around and he's pointing at me to a friend. And he's basically saying this, motherfucker really sucks get a load of this oh man and i was so rock bottom at that moment i had no buddy's attention i was dying up there so i just i had this joke where i talk about coming out and how it's um surprising that in this day and age like i didn't Everybody's just jumping out of their way to treat me like a 9-11 firefighter. That's my joke. And, <laughs> and, I say, and I say in my joke, oh, you know, it's funny. I don't feel like Rosa Parks when I'm jerking off a resting uh, soccer dad in the underground <laughs> parking lot at Trader Joe's. You know? <laughs> but in my joke at this bar, I, fucking, I, I actually started jerking the, the yeah. you know, imaginary soccer dad. And that's powerful. Me. And then I said... And I said, oh, and I don't feel it. And I said, oh, this is my imaginary uh, closeted soccer dad, Mm -hmm. you know, Doug or whatever. And Jesus Christ, he's made a big mess. So I 
I basically <laughs> imaginary oh, masturbated man. somebody on stage. That's a powerful image. And that motherfucker. But the the point is, is that in the video, the guy who was deriding me, like there was all this laughter around yes. him, and I know he didn't like me, but he had to turn his ass around and pay attention. Yes. Because because I took a huge risk. I. I fucking imaginary jerk somebody off on stage. Yeah, yeah. I had nothing to lose, you know? Yeah. And, um, and you start pantomiming talks and splooge. <laughs> it, it does and I, have and I an did effect. That at the palm. Yeah. And I didn't expect to be doing this at this station in life. No, um, certainly not. Why the fuck not? It's a, we not. only have no. one role, you know? We only have one fucking go around. So why not, why not work at a grocery store and show up on a stage and imaginary jerk somebody off and just live life to its fullest? Definitely. And I want to say, that. I love that. Marvin, if you have an out, again, it's 10 p.m. I totally understand. I don't want to hold you hostage. He's yeah. he's been here since seven thirty, Jamie. <laughs> oh wow! So I, uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm good to hang for a little bit. I might I might head okay. out here soon though. All right, but... so we'll we'll continue this. And Jamie, I'm here as long as you want to be. Uh, truly, <laughs> uh, I actually happen to live here, so <laughs> I right. you just give me a look, blink twice in all rapid right, succession, yeah. right, and I'll, right, I'll walk right. you out. We'll we'll do that, and I'll come right back to you, Jamie. Okay. All right. All right but I just wanted to clear the air there i definitely no, no, am not in the yeah. business of keeping hostages as far as my schedule goes uh -huh. i've been like my i had some work for the next couple weeks but it kind of fell through um so my next couple weeks are open i want to talk about your every i want to talk about your work marvin uh -oh. i do i know you can't i know that was no, some yeah, of what you discussed on stage it. yeah yeah i'm it, really it's, fascinated it's, it's on my it's on it's part of my material so i definitely yes uh, so please give us give us anything it's stories yeah what? no definitely so i i i studied film uh in college and i try to get into it and uh it was just one of those things that you know first generation american you know families are very traditional like making a living in the arts is just very foreign um mm. no pun intended yeah um so to to kind of do this is is in and no all ego aside it is kind of breaking a lot of different barriers for our family mm -hmm. but uh it's i'm sorry very... i didn't laugh at the pun remark <laughs> those bad. go right over great... no, they go right over my head is the problem like it took uh... me until right now to register that that was a pun <laughs> <laughs> just like, oh man, I love it! Holy shit, I'm so slow and stupid. <laughs> yeah, um, that was good. Work that you, into your you. set. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, keep going. Uh, no, where was I at? Um, uh, oh yeah, it was just very like, mm -hmm. like just just taking steps. Like, hey, okay, I studied it, so I know what I'm doing. Um, and so just just okay, now I got a gig and it's for free. Now I got a gig and it's paid. Now I could pay the bills doing this. And damn, um, it was on the technical side first. Like I, I my film school is very hands on, um, uh, with gear and everything. So I learned practical, not theory. Mm -hmm. Uh, and that was good for a bit. I just couldn't see myself, you know, for decades on end, you know, lugging cameras, lugging lights. Even yeah, though yeah. I very much enjoy it the technical side mm -hmm. so i went recently into like assistant directing and producing and Dang. things like that and the ultimate goal is to direct okay. of course. yeah yeah um but i've been fortunate <laughs> and, and it's been good because it's just it's so much stuff on these sets that just kind of are fodder like i said on stage there's such uh -huh. for these bits like i have this this bit i'm working on where on the day of the insurrection i was at the trump rally working oh, for tiger king working for tiger yeah King. yeah and it's just what? like 
It's like if I say that sentence out loud, it just sounds preposterous. <laughs> and I'm like, that's I have a bit, to do a bit that's... about this, right? Oh my god, that's like and a whole just, hour like, actually. Yeah. But but then to Jamie's <laughs> point, it's like take give me this water bottle and tell and mm-hmm. ask me to make a joke yeah. or ask me to make it, and I can't. I really, or at least it's not my strength. Um, and I'm trying mm-hmm. to work on that. Definitely. But, but at at present moment, the, the material that I think resonates best with me and, and helps and is easy for me to to present and uh in a funny palpable matter is just like these these set stories and and they're, they're as nuts as you think man like a lot of these people whether it be celebrity that's gone over their head hmm. or just situational or or it's just there's just so much funny stuff that happens on these sets and, and these these moments and i just like to incorporate it like Dang. um and yeah yeah, sorry. That like, sounds like a gold wordy. mine, though. I'm no, I certainly not. And I, I used to work at a grocery store as well, Jamie. So I have okay. that kinship with you. Nice, I used to think nice. the same way, right? About all the customers and about all the vendors and the nonsense that goes on in the day to day of being a grocery store worker. And I was supposed to manage that store. That's a whole different story of bullshittery and being fucked around. But um, I mean, to be on a film set and uh, i mean no offense i know that you act uh jamie but you'll know the environment <laughs> of uh, of most sure. of most uh, uh pro- yeah. film production or whether it's play production there's a lot of problematic people or people dealing with or sure. dealing with or not dealing with their own mental problems and that that environment those environments are just ripe for <laughs> for joke writing i feel i mean i i never had more fun observing people it wasn't at a grocery store it was it was definitely when i was in like little shop of horrors in high school when i was the dentist you know just watching uh, watching the the background dancers have it out for each other watching the the pit yeah. orchestra you know I, as a trumpet player watching the drama there with the with the band director you know it's like oh my gosh yeah. It's something about those environments. I'm very envious of yeah, yeah. uh, uh, the, the truth. Yeah, thank you. I mean, well, <laughs> I don't know if it's, it, it's it's one of those things that like <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, is, I'm jealous. Is, Shit. <laughs> Go ahead. It's better than you know. They, they tell you in screenwriting <laughs> class. It's like just just people watch it, and the truth is always funnier, mm-hmm. or stranger, or more interesting. Um, cause that's my big thing. It's like it's it would suck, of course, to not get the laughs, but to be boring is just like sinful, you know. Yeah. And, uh, so I try to throw a little bit of that, and and it's great talking with you, Jamie, just because I'm coming at this from such a different perspective. Like I I never had any ambitions, never had any inclination to act or to be in front of the camera, or uh, through and through I've always been behind the camera. And and recently in my in my journey to like direct movies and and everything, I've realized that that that's a hindrance, it's a handicap to not be in that performer mindset, to not. Hmm. And so that's part of the reason or my motivation to go into comedy. It wasn't necessarily to make it big or to sell out crowds. It's like, no, let me get into a performer's mind. Let me know what it feels like to try to go up there and elicit a reaction. And if I'm terrible at it, that just means like I can sympathize with the performers just that much more, you know, because it's always been as bad as it is for crew. You know, it's romanticized, right? It's long hours. It's a lot of work. Uh, it's it's just as hard, if not harder for, for the talent. Um. And so it was very, it was very, uh, we were saying, you know, uh, mm-hmm. talking beforehand, it was very um, cathartic. It was very euphoric just to like yeah. 
get a you know it's an eye-opening experience putting yeah. yourself in someone else's shoes that you exist around especially in a professional environment mm-hmm. if you're around performers all the time and you haven't performed you might look at their failures as you know little uh bumps in the road but yeah. to those people bombing in any capacity is sometimes all life-altering i mean if you've been on a stage and i have in like high school middle school where i've had to you know present something when when the words escape you or when you when your legs start shaking and it's visible those moments uh really uh they manifest into greater traumas that these people uh grapple with revisiting time and time again in in your profession so Again, like just being a director, just being a stagehand crew is its own environment. But if you're taking these risks and stepping into their shoes and seeing how it is not just to succeed but to fail, you're ultimately bettering the entire production because you're able to empathize with them. You're able to utilize their their emotional drive and ups and, and downs in ways that you've now seen personally through your own experience you know yeah yeah uh, jamie i can see why you why your performers like it like that mm-hmm. listening a reaction getting a crowd to, to applaud and that rush it's a rush yeah it's it's mm-hmm. i get it now a little bit you know i i and 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 i actually wanted to ask like did you can you pinpoint a moment where like you you said it was you used the words the only reason i'm saying you said it was addictive you said it was can you point to a moment where you're like, oh, wow, I found my thing and this thing makes me feel good in terms of performing? And, like, let me keep chasing this feeling. Um, for, for, for me, I spent most of my... I spent a large part of my career in the public eye. I was a newspaper reporter. I would be a talking head on... I want to pick your brain about that, too, if you're comfortable and, talking about um, your your work as a reporter that to read about that was really fascinating, but please continue. I, I did that for a long time and then I became a private investigator and then, um, my life, uh, changed because I changed it. And there were certain things happening in my life that made me want to change and to, to live a good and authentic life. And so I decided to be nothing. Um, I decided to just sort of start over. And I decided not to be Jim anymore, but to be Jamie. And I decided to um, get a job in a public-facing job. I didn't care what money I made or whatever. I just wanted to give this part of myself. I used to want to hide um, a job and, and, and to put myself out there into the world in this way. And I got a job at... Um, an organic grocery store in Arlington and um, I've been there about um, maybe a year and two or three months and it completely changed my life Mm. Um, people look at you and they look at your name tag and your pronouns and and all that and they look at you again and they will make a judgment about you and I will see them and I will make a judgment about them and most of them don't care and they're my favorite they just want to get their food and go home. And then there are other people who are incredibly kind. And then there's a small percentage of people who are very unkind. But the overall experience has taught me that the world is an incredibly good 
place and I am happy to be in it. And me performing is just kind of a natural outgrowth of that experience. It's like I've, I'm living this good and authentic life and I want to have my say in the world, whether it's through poetry or spoken mic or acting. I have a play reading for a play I wrote in Baltimore in a couple of weeks. Congrats. I'm just um, doing things I kind of always wanted to do, but couldn't. And um, so stand up is fun for me and I like it, but it's not the only thing. And I'm just trying to just keep putting myself out there and, and, and living in the world. And, would would and, you uh, say, well, sorry, would you say that the, because you described the people you interact with uh, I found that interesting. Would you say that the that the people who sort of carry about their business and that don't care one way or the other that they're your favorite because they accept you as like another thing just not to care about is as just an ordinary just, person? Just, yeah, you're just an ordinary worker yeah. doing your job. Exactly. That's all you want. To you be. wouldn't obsess but, about the other, you know, twelve people on the, in the front exactly. or back end. You know why? Don't, don't <laughs> like like Fox News. There, I don't know if you remember. A couple months ago, there was this Department of Energy official who was non-binary, and he got in trouble for stealing some luggage in a Minneapolis airport. Now, if, and, oh yes, we we covered that. Uh, we we actually covered that on our podcast. We we both. I, I have a. <laughs> I had a problem with the, the coverage of it because if that guy was just a, you know, a, a man or a woman, it's it's a low level municipal offense and it doesn't get coverage. Yes. So why are we making it newsworthy by virtue of yeah. how this person yeah. identifies? I think so the absurdity what... of, of just that this was a government official. I totally get what you're saying, and I, I I wholeheartedly agree. I think what made it a phenomenon is people's people's predisposition to think that, uh, you know, the gender binary and 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 to them men, I'll say in air quotes, men wearing women's clothing already is a taboo in of itself. But then to have this Department of Energy official doing that at airports this was just like the, ripe for the picking for like you said fox news so my experience in the trans journey and speaking to lots of trans people and getting medical care none of it suggests that i am at a higher risk of stealing luggage exactly yes <laughs> how about stealing luggage in minneapolis oh That's, there we go uh, it's the geographical Maybe being in the minneapolis bathroom <laughs> <laughs> there's something more alluring about that yeah, particular yeah, airport packages in Minneapolis <laughs> just as is the the, the days in at wherever you frequent you know yeah. this is this is uh, at luggage theft territory Minneapolis the, oh, the, man. the point is is you don't want to be seen as anything but you who you are and sometimes I had a I had a customer who was uh, incredibly unkind to me and um, it was an awful interaction and then I I got upset and I walked away and I stopped for a while instead. I just wanted to be off the register. And I, I took some receipt paper and I wrote a poem about the guy. And then I took it to Bus Boys and Poets a week later and it, <laughs> it lit the crowd up. Like it was a good, it was a, I, 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 it made me feel good. I took something 
that sucked, something painful, and I turned it into art, you know, and that's what we're all doing with comedy, with, with whatever mm -hmm. it is we do, you know. Um, Even your perspective about the, um, his name, Sam Britton, is the, is the person's name. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Even your perspective on that is so nuanced, and, and coming from you, that is, I, I, are you writing about that yet? I know you hesitate to talk about it, to give it airtime, but you really have something with that. You can bring people around and see the, the other side and see, hey, maybe it isn't as absurd as you yeah. fuckers think it is. Why, why, it's, why is it that just because this person is trans or non-binary yeah. that this is way more of a spectacle? Let's talk about Clarence Thomas and his misgivings or you know, literally anything else. So why is why this? this bit about politics. The only politician bit I ever tried, and I never could get the whole damn thing out because I get five minutes, is a this bit I have about dog walkers around the Capitol. You know, these, these interns you see. You could go take a video camera and watch these kids. They walk politicians' dogs. I, I know it. I tried to get them to talk to me. It's been happening for years. They're like <laughs> low-level committee people, and they walk show dogs all around the Capitol, and wow. they're clearly not their dogs. So yeah. They're walking yeah. a politician's dog. And so I, and, and what I said at the Palm was, um, I, I did a bad job setting that up, but I said, oh, you know, um, so in other words, this is the, the people past an important housing government uh, in the, the, the free world and you are free to bring your dogs in there to piss and shit all over the people's house. But a couple of my rowdy friends uh, drop by unannounced and shuffle some papers and put some feet on the desk and wear some funny hats. And now it's a federal, federal case. You know? And then I said, um, oh, there we go again. Another trans comedian defending the Trump riot. You know? um, That's good. That's um, really good. That's good. That's but excellent. there's so much... I can't I can't get to it fast enough and I and yeah but there's so much more to that issue of these dog walking kids um well sometimes hey I mean sometimes withholding is better I mean truly yeah. cut yourself off don't don't beat a dead horse right I mean if they get it if they laughed sometimes you don't want to you you can only ring the the fruit so much before you, you wring it dry and and the payoff ends you know yeah. so i do have to consider yeah, that yeah. when i have a when i have a bit or something that i feel like there's you guys aren't you don't even there's like so much more to this like please just hang with me for like a little bit like i have I so much more to tell you about this but if if you feel like you hit an apex or a peak, hey, leave it right there on the floor and move the fuck, get the fuck out of there. I've, I've That's found. the problem with storytelling jokes is you can't get out. You're just, yeah. you're, you're going <laughs> to live or die on it. I, I had this, I did like eight, I was up there for eight minutes and I died the whole time. And I tried to tell a story. It was, it was sheer arrogance on my part that um, it was about New Jersey's, former governor Jim McGreevy. I know you probably never heard of him, but he mm -hmm. came out when I was, uh, I used to be a young reporter in New Jersey and I covered him, but he got caught up. He basically hired as Homeland Security Director this tour guide, he was banging a guy and <laughs> oh, wow. um, it all blew up, you know, because it was right after 9-11 and he appointed as Homeland Security Director, somebody wow. whose previous experience was as a tour guide in Israel. And, you know, he was just a hot piece of ass, you know. Yeah. Um, and I and I had the story about my own interactions with the governor, and how 
I failed to see what were very obvious signs where the governor at the time was hitting on me. Really? Making but passes was, at you? There's, wow. there's no doubt about it. I was a young reporter. I was in my early 20s. I would show up Dancing, in shorts and all that. But here, I was such a big fucking head that I thought the governor is like, wow, this little tiny weekly newspaper reporter <laughs> in fucking the Pinelands in New Jersey. Wow, what brilliant coverage on the How much does that hurt? <laughs> How much does that hurt truly? Like... When well, you... I think we would have made a great couple. Um, <laughs> <maybe>. <laughs> um, and I think there's still hope. I mean, yeah, hey, there's always never say never, right? Yeah. Like you said, it's never stopped you. Somebody's <laughs> Jamie, do you um do you feel this this pressure, whether by others or you or on yourself, to kind of carry the baton for, for the trans community or to, to give light to these type of stories where you know, I think I think that story is very like Timely isn't the word, but it's very connected to what I think a lot of people can be going through in the workforce. It's like, oh, wait, you, you know, there's all these taboo decorum things that are very traditional and very outdated. And uh, how, uh, do you feel like that? Do you feel like you have to kind of represent or, or be or hold I the baton? I don't even feel like some of my stuff will resonate in that community. I really, in my comedy, I feel like I push back on the notion that I should be getting a Congressional Medal of Honor. For, yeah, you, you mentioned know, that earlier, yeah. And all that. And, but at the same time, I hopefully there's an implicit agreement with the audience where I have one set or bit or whatever where I describe my rock bottom and I say, well, I didn't necessarily need uh, too big a shovel to dig into my courage reserves when I am at rock bottom, handcuffed to a hospital bed, uh, blowing a .15 and a cop outside the door, and the psychiatric Oof. intake nurse says, you know, what do you do to release stress? And don't be funny. Tell me the truth or else you're going to, you know, be Hinkley's roommate or something. And I say, um, well, I like to watch the Sixers. Um, I like to play wiffle ball. Um, oh, uh, every other day I would go bottle, buy a bottle of bourbon and, and, and drink it and rent a room at the Days Inn and, and do all these filthy things with these soccer dads. And um, oh, and I like to watch bird watching. And, uh, <laughs> In no certain order. Then, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then I. I will slip in there and say, but the good news is the doctor came in and told me two things. First, um, you're trans. And I say, well, that I can agree with. And the good news is ever since then, um, I haven't drank any alcohol. I've lost 40 pounds. I don't take high blood pressure medication anymore. And the audience will always clap for that. Wow. I, so I was going to say, I wish I had that applause button. That I really but, am so, I'm, I'm not, just slacking on my it's end. It's like, I feel like if it if I'm working well, it, people are like, I'm, I'm conceding. I'm not John Glenn out here for doing what I'm doing. Sure. You know, I'm not Martin Luther King. But the audience is coming and conceding, yes, this is healthcare, trans healthcare saves lives. Mm -hmm. and, and this is a person who, you know, is a good hearted doofus up there and we'd hate to see something bad happen. So maybe there's like this coming together. Um, that's why I feel like I do okay down in Woodbridge. It's, I don't always do well in LGBTQ sort of 
areas or, or welcoming spaces. So I don't really have a home. I don't know where I deserve. I will say I wrote that poem I wrote about that guy. I went to a poetry reading and I did that poem and a man got up in the front row and he walked all the way to the back, came back and tapped me on the shoulder and said, I want to thank you. You did that for all of us. Um, I was born a woman. And you wouldn't know that. I never would have known that. Um, that was the amazing to me, and that yeah. made me feel really good. Um, but you know, hmm. I, I don't. I don't feel. Um, I don't feel. I don't. I don't feel any. Um, I don't want any labels or any of that, or any kind of. Um, flags one way or another yeah, you're not proclaiming to be this thought leader or you know no. icon of any kind but certainly when you do things like that there will be those moments uh and i'm sure that's gratifying it's hard to put yourself out there in the world in a different way it's, oh, yeah. it's hard but you know um i'm yeah. glad i'm doing it because i'm here hanging out with you all you guys are in your <laughs> yeah. 20s you're talking to like somebody twice your age and um, I'm really happy it's in good life. Discourse. Yeah, I, and even the people who are unkind teach you how to live in the world. I, mm -hmm. I, I used to hide my name tag in my vest when I would see certain people come up to my register yeah. or I would flip it over or I would try to avoid the situation. Now, mm -hmm. if somebody is unkind to me, I stand up to myself. Um, there, like, And sometimes men will be so... I'll, I'll be like, would you like a bag with that? Like, like, and they'll be like, oh, no, I don't need a bag with that. I, I'll manhandle it. And then I get to watch them as they try to carry like 15 Humble cans of you know, <laughs> spaghetti sauce and putting things on their head like the yeah. National Geographic thing, mm -hmm. and all, you know, all that and dropping yeah. shit all over the parking lot. I'm like, oh, you taught me a lesson, you know. Um, I'd love to see somebody, uh, some like, oh my gosh, that's such, it's such a ridiculous stance to take. I, I mean, yeah, there's there's people who just are not down with it, and they will let you know. No, but, but to, yeah, go that length. It's absurd. In the minority, I guess I'd say they don't represent most yeah. people, but they, they yeah. it does uh, shake you up sometimes. And, yeah. Um, well, we're anyway. we're coming up on ten thirty here. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm an ally, Ally, yeah. uh, Jamie. Always. I think um, we. I think I'm gonna. I think we can wrap. You know, I yeah. really, truly, and I'll I'll stay awesome. on the call with you, uh, Jamie, so we can just wrap up you and I. But I'm gonna see Marvin okay. out. But real quick, I just want to say to the audience, thank you for listening. If you did to this point, I know we had a a period where there were technical uh, things setting up halfway through, but uh, we'll clip the shit out of this. No one's gonna watch this at length, anyways. Uh, the good parts you will see i promise and uh thank you for watching everybody i appreciate yeah. it thank you for having me on and then great yeah. oh, anytime you thank both you, of jamie you thank more you, than Christian welcome to come Lanza. back yes yes awesome yeah all right definitely